We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of mother. And you know, he don't scream a name. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go Mates who just love to hear those stories. You know about that great big monster, the one that always seems to get away. But all I ever do is just hear those stories. It's a great game fishing. Shame they can't come out to play. <laughs> oh. Good morning and welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show and it is a pleasure to have you all with Gaz and I and we are looking forward to bringing you three hours of awesome fishing fun. Good morning Gaz, how are you bud? I'm annoyed. Bro? Dude? <laughs> I'm annoyed. Why? I'm annoyed mate. I got a text from Chris Wilcox this morning. What's he done? Sending me pictures of barras he got at 4.30 this morning and said the bite was on. That's rude. Rude, Chris, but bloody good like fish. 
Great fish. Lovely fish. So 4.30, if you happen to be awake at 4.30 this morning um, and having a flick around, there were a few barras on the bite. So we'll have Chris on next week um, sending me that photo. We usually have him on for a chat around the barra opening and what Beautiful. better time to have him on for a chat next week. So Sounds good. It is a very early uh, phone call. I think we might take it really, really quick. Go for it. Yeah, just in case. Just, just in case. case someone on the water. someone who wants to have a chat in the non-water report, which would be lovely. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Who do we have here? My uh, avid listener from our sort of central Queensland, Drew. G'day, hey, Drew. Drew. How's your morning going? Uh, not real good, mate. At work. Oh, bugger. Have you got much moisture out there or is it sunny? No, uh, a bit of cloud around, mate, but yeah, it's, been, it's fairly wet out here at the moment, so we've had some pretty good rain, which is good. Where are you, Drew? Um, Surat. All right. We had Ian from Jericho on last week, so it's good a lot of you guys out west that are starting to ring in for a chat. Yeah, mate, we're sort of probably, yeah, we're sort of out, uh, not that, sort of in between sort of Roma and Charleville, if you know that, Ian. No, I'm not not really. I've driven through there, but that's about it. Are you driving through there yeah. soon, Gaz? No, oh, close to it. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going down through Aramac, Blackall. Yep, down through that way. Beautiful. Have you got any watering holes there, Drew? Where you um, chase fish of some description? What What do you do out there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we we chase cod, mate, and yellow belly around here. But yeah, we my son and I are pretty avid barra fishermen. We we chase a lot of barra when we can, eh? Oh, brilliant. Excellent. Do you come to our territory often, like up to Hinchinbrook or anything, to chase a barra? I've been up there once, mate. I've got a mate actually lives in Townsville, and he's a mad fisherman too. So, um, yep. yeah, we, we are planning a trip up there probably next year, but um, in a couple of weeks we're heading up to... We're watching that system sort of up in the Gulf there at the moment because we're going mm. to Burktown on the 22nd of March. Right, eh? That system come out of nowhere. No one was talking about it. All of a sudden, boom, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, mate. We've copped a fair hammering up there. But, yeah, no, we're, we're watching it pretty... Um, yeah, we've got a few more weeks, so hopefully it should be pretty good by the time we get up there. Yeah, yeah well, if at the very least, you're going to have some pretty serious runoff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Never been to a runoff before, so it'll be interesting because my son, he just bought a new boat. So, um, yeah, we're going to test it out when we get up there. Oh, beautiful. What boat did he buy? Um, a Formosa 520 Tomahawk. Oh, beautiful. gorgeous boat. Fantastic. You'll just be able to sit back and relax, Drew. Let him show for you everywhere. Yeah, exactly, mate. I've been chauffeuring him for the last, I don't know how many years. Yeah. <laughs> Payback time, mate. No, that'll be good, mate. So what river systems do you fish out your way? Um, just that Condamine River. Yep. Um, we do a lot of the dams, mate. We go up and do a Wonga and Calide around Billawheela and Gladstone. And, oh, beautiful. Um, yeah. Yeah, most, yeah we, when we can get away, we do, mate, yeah, but we, um, yeah, we, we generally work, we're, we work um, sort of two weeks on, two weeks off, so which is good, so it gives us a bit of time, we can get in and do a bit of fishing when we can then. Sounds good. Hey, yeah. a lot of people, and we listen to them say that they quite enjoy a feed of um, a fresh yellow belly, do you, do you eat them, or? Yeah, mate, yeah, it's not too bad, I, yeah, yeah. cod are pretty good, but. Um, They're a pretty cool looking fish. It'd be something that I'd love to target the yellow belly. So yeah, mate. Yeah, they go pretty hard for a little bit, but yeah, nothing like you know, nothing no. like salt water, nothing like finger mark, and no, 
and or Barra or bloody Jacks or anything like that, mate. No, that's yeah. I think the only thing in salt water, uh, in freshwater, Drew, that gives you half a bit of a start is a good sooty. Oh, the big freshwater yeah, barra or black bass might pull you backwards too. Yeah, we ain't got them here, but Ooh, but a good nice. a good sooty in a creek with a bit of running water and a few snags gives you a bit more. The, it, as Drew said, the old yellow belly are good. Yeah, nice eating though. If you get them out of a cleaner system, they're good eating. Um, they're good. Yeah, we caught a few many years ago in the Georgina out the back of Bullia. Um, south of Mount Isa, and they, they were out of a muddy, sloppy waterhole because the <laughs> river hadn't flowed for a few years. So, so yeah, they went straight back. But, yeah, pretty good if it's good water. Oh, good job. Good job. Mate, uh, yeah, so, Drew, we hope this weather system doesn't uh, ruin your your uh, trip, but we'd love for you to call again and give us updates as you go along. That would be fantastic for us. No, we'll do that while we're up there, mate, eh? Yeah. But, um, I've been listening – so I've been listening to your podcast um, – and I've been listening, I, I, I've downloaded all of them, so while I'm at work, I just listen to them all day, every day. But um, <laughs> Have you got any improvements for Gaz, for him to pick his game yeah. up a bit? Yeah, what can I, how can yeah, I better Gaz myself, is, mate? It's Gaz that's letting the side down, Drew. <laughs> no, mate, it, it, it'll come, mate, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good speaking to you, Drew, we'll catch you now. <laughs> no, it, it'll come, mate. Like, my son and I, like, I think I, when we first started barrow fishing, I think... Um, in the first 12 months, my biggest barrel was a metre 25, and <laughs> yeah. it took me son, son a couple of years to get one, of, like just a metre, and I still rub it into him. But. Good lad. Yeah, as you do. That's a pretty lucky start, a metre 25. Where'd that come out of? Uh, a Wonga or something? No, I got it, no, I got it out, actually. got it out of Calloy. Calloy. Calloy Dam. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Wow. Yeah, another one of those sneaky little impoundments that doesn't get the exposure. The, the exposure as Ooh. as a Wonga or yep. or Faust or Timbra or all those. What they grab for you, Drew? Were you throwing a, a lure around? I, yeah, I got it actually. I, I got it trolling, and it was about nine o'clock at night. Yep. Um, with a, a ninety-seven mil Barra Classic Gold. <laughs> Marty loves them. They're my favourite lure, yeah. the classics. Mate, they're our, our favourite lure too, and 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 it it dives to three metres just the same as your one twenties. Yeah. Um, but he engulfed it, mate. It took me about I don't know it would have been. He actually tangled me up around my son's line because he was running an F eighteen. Yeah. Which is only three foot, and he thought it was a one twenty, but it wasn't. So <laughs> I was pretty lucky, but. We tangled all around his line. It comes straight towards the boat. It took me about 15 minutes to get it in, and we were probably lucky to actually get it in because, as you know, if they engulf them. It... Oh, yeah. How good is that? No, it, was, it, it was a battle, eh? Yeah, it would have been. I never actually trolled a 95. I'm always 120, and 90% of the time it's a 10-foot 120 as opposed to a 15 or a 3 or a, tw- or a 20 itself. So that's something to keep in mind, most definitely. Well, mate, they, they go down to the same depth. Yeah. And, you know, they're just a smaller version of your 120s, which is, you know, we, we used them up at Burkdown too. We used Thunders up at Burkdown as well, but the Barra Classic skate probably go the best, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And old Rob Gadden from Classic, he's mucked around with a few things before, you know, brings out the Warlock and so, things, but nothing compares to the, to the traditional Classic, I don't think. Oh, mate, we generally run out of them when we're up there, eh? And it's, it's funny because... Like, one year you'll go up there and they'll be biting on gold. Like, in the last, last not last year, the year before we were up there, they were biting on that Elton on Chrome and nothing else. Yeah, fair enough. 
Fair enough. And the, the the Elton Chrome that you talk of, it's one of the one of the few chrome lures, especially in that silver metallic, that that the, it, the longevity of the paint actually lasts for quite a period of time. You get a lot of use out of it. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah. So we actually find some of our lures because we go across from the Albert to the Leichhardt, and generally on your when you tides, if you do if you do bust one off, and sometimes the barrel will come up and they're trying to shake it out of their gob after they've busted you off, <clears> and um, Sometimes you'll find them up what they call the Leichhardt Cup, which goes between both them rivers up there. They'll okay. Just float along there. Yeah, which is good. Wow, that is awesome. Mate, we thoroughly enjoyed having a chat with you this morning, Drew, and we look forward to um, hearing how your trip goes. So make sure you give us a call of a Saturday morning if you can get through, and we'll talk to you live as we do. No worries, mate. I'll try and give you the call if I get up that way. Yeah, hey, that would Drew, be fantastic. If, you, if, you, if you've got Facebook, just shoot us a message on our fishing show page so we um, can keep in contact with you. No worries, buddy. Good on you, mate. Great to talk to you. Cheers, boys. Good on you, Drew. See you, buddy. Bye. See ya. See you, mate. How cool's that? I love that. Yeah, Yeah. I love that. Yeah, Drew out west. That's two out west now. Ian out there last week for a chat and now Drew. So, yeah, if you're out west and want to ring us for a chat. Anywhere. Give us a bell. That would be... 47 Yep. Excellent. And while we're talking phone numbers, as Gaz and I always do, because we're very very passionate about this for uh, not just uh, men's health, but women's health as well. If you're struggling a little bit, Lifeline, give uh, them wonderful people a call on 131114. That number again, write it down, grab your pen, 131114. And hopefully Gaz and I can bring you guys a bit of light of a Saturday morning, which I'm sure we do. We have a ball doing it, eh, Gaz? We do, mate. And speaking of uh, men's health, coming up, very quickly is the Pertec Fishing Challenge. Yeah. So in April, so uh, this region, the Herbert, yes, Townsville and Ingham, we have the biggest, uh, one of the biggest participation rates in the whole of Australia. That is so. brilliant. Whichever episode, this one or another one, a couple of the boys at work, they were asking about it and uh, I'm kind of with them in a way because I haven't fished it. Yeah. But I don't understand how it works. Well, you know I am I mean? North Queensland ambassador for the Pertec Fishing Challenge. What do you want to know? Every, so how does it, um, like, because they're like, and I couldn't explain it properly because they're like, oh, what fish is it? Has the fish already been decided? How come I can't put a, a grey mackerel up or, or Well, no, like there's that, a select so. species of fish for each area. All right, so give me a quick rundown because it's a really good thing. Ta- well, Townsville, or our area, the North Queensland area, We'll have a new species on it because I, me and Guesty chatted about it a couple of months ago because it's normally um, Barras, Trevally, yep. Flathead, Flathead. Um, in our area, which are our and common... we've had whiting. It's had whiting, yes, which is a common. So this year um, is going to be Grunter. Oh, good. And that will be your golden or your little spotted or whatever they are, or either either. Um, and... So that will be on there, and that was put on there for the land-based anglers. Very good. Is it just one fish? Uh, yes, it, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's What you do is you get yourself, when you enter the comp, it's 35 bucks, and you get a nice hat, you get a brag mat, yes. and you get a sticker. Um, so that's your 35 back? Yes, easily. Yeah. Easily. So so you pay your $35 online per tech fishing challenge, mm-hmm. um, and then Lise, which is Guesty's wife, will organise everything and send it to you. And then you get an angler number. Um, so you get a number, which will be you, and then there's a code number comes out on the night before you start fishing. It's only one day. It might be 
it's one day this year. It might be two days. I'm not sure yet. They haven't made it up. So mm. um, you get an angler number. Uh, you get your angler number. Then you get a code word sent to you. Right. Um, which your code word gets written on your brag mat. So obviously, if you got your code word today, mm. you can start catching and taking photos. Yeah. So just like a lot of the fishing comps are these days, you upload a photo onto your brag mat, and then you submit that to and. If, so you, it doesn't have to be the biggest. There's all right. The, that's that's the question. There there is the biggest. Right. There is the biggest, and usually in our area, um, the biggest barra is usually a Faust barra or or something and like that. And that's what they were saying. And, and without getting too much off topic, and I kind of agree with this. Like yeah. I was talking with a group of mates the other day. And they said, we wish that the barrel was taken off it. And I said, why? He said, because you can't, you, that, that you can't police that. Because he said, and this was actually one of my mates, one of the clients yeah. in, in Guru. He said, mate, every second one of these houses has a giant lagoon out the back. And half of my mates have a bloody metre 30 swimming around. Yeah. But so how, you know, so how do you police that? They're, they're, and I'm not sure, you know, each year. When you have a look at the winning barra, it's it's normally a big swampy or so. So it's thought, a Faust barra. I think Jason Henrik won it last year right. from and Faust. Like a lot of a lot of the guys. That, but what you also have, right? Not only do you have the biggest, so the biggest flathead, and it's a catch and release tournament. Cool, totally catch and release. Now, how would you please that? Who knows? No. Um. Anyway, oh, well, so, you wouldn't. So it's biggest flathead, biggest trevally. Yes. But also, there's mystery lengths. So you could catch a 63-centimetre barra or a 40-centimetre flathead or a 28-centimetre trevally and yeah. submit it, and there's a mystery length. So it doesn't ha- you don't enter the biggest. So you're entering into the mystery length, which holds more prizes. Do you have a choice, do you? Can you say this is for the biggest or you say this is for mystery? So if you call- No, no, if you've got a massive big one, like it'll be for the biggest fish, but most people. But if you put in a seventy centimeter barra, it's in got, the mystery. It, that length. could be for the biggest There's, and the mystery. Yeah, it's right. it's yes. Yeah, so you've got the mystery length. Yeah. But not only is there mystery length and biggest. If you don't catch anything, there's still lucky draws. Right. So there's. You, a lot of people just pay thirty-five dollars for the because pro- all the money goes to the Prostate Cancer Foundation thing. of Australia, and a lot Anne of people don't team. even fish. No, so a lot of people don't fish. They just get that. They get a, you get a hat worth for forty bucks. It's an mm. awesome hat. Um, so yeah, so there's non-fishing prizes. So if you don't even catch anything but still fish, you're still in the running to win a boat uh, or sounders or gear or stuff like that. And then there's the mystery, and then there's the largest. So you upload your photo, and the trick is if you catch say a, a 40 centimetre flathead and you chase some flathead um, and then you get a 60 well then obviously you submit don't as soon as you catch your first flathead go oh I'm on the board and then submit that you've got till Sunday night to submit your photo oh once you've submitted a fish that's, that's it that's it you only get to submit one fish oh so the trick don't submit that don't 60 ju- flathead yeah just keep going for the day and then submit whether now is that across like, like flathead for instance for biggest flathead and yeah. there's no ifs or buts like somewhere like say Sandgate Brisbane oh yeah where they average 85 centimetres that's why there's the mystery well, average but that yeah okay so are we in the same class as them no. or do they have regions no, they've got regions we've got they've our got north regions. queensland region okay so yeah we're not competing against victoria who've got king george whiting at 60 centimeters gotcha. and we've got a sand whiting at 32 okay so yeah you get your photos and then you then you 
get the choice then. Mm. Say we catch say we catch four barras mm. and the first barra is 50, 60, 65, 80. And you know someone's going to go to Faust because they always do or someone's going to go to Tinaru as they always do. And, and, the, and get a slob. And get a slob. So you then go, and this is where the really hard, this is where the plays with your mind bit because you know there's a mystery prize you submit one of your barras and if you submit the 68 and you've got to say an 81 and it's the win and it's one. you just go but that's part of it but is that is that two on an account back like because with the amount of anglers yeah that I, i'd probably be the first photo in or something first like that, and yeah. that so see that's a juggling sort of yeah. thing too so, so it's it, it's a it's a great comp uh, for a very great. good for a good cause, mate. I've have you ever won anything? You you this is this is where I brung up the bit about submitting a a few fish. My very first year when we first got to know Guesty running the show, right. and we did a, a, a fair bit of pamphlet dropping and boat ramp under the windscreen stuff many years ago. Yes, um, I was down the Horton, and I got an eighty three centimetre barra and I went oh yeah I'm on the board you little ripper threw it on the brag mat took my photo 82 was the mystery oh yeah I got a message from Guesty after it had all been finalised with a bit of a joke and uh, hanging it on me what would you want just out of curiosity oh mate there's pretty good prizes you win up to $5,000 worth of prizes can, so. can I ask an yeah. honest question is it a conflict of interest for you now are you doing this for love like if you if let's pretend this is today and you got that 82 centimetre, and you win, being an ambassador... I probably couldn't claim it. No, that's what I'm wondering. I, I wouldn't claim it. Um, I'll still send, I'll still submit a photo, yep. but Guesty will know, no, I, I can't. As an ambassador, it's not a good yeah, look. Yeah, it's not a good look. So so all my role is is mm. um, just to promote it like we do. And like Guesty said to me, you and Marty do an awesome job of promoting the mm. Pertech Fishing Challenge. He just needs he just needed another brain to bounce off because it's the actual... He chose you. He wanted a big brain, mate. He's struggling, was Not he? a pea brain. So, <laughs> so it is the Pertech Fishing Challenge now is the biggest family-style fishing comp Brilliant. in the world. Yeah, um, and all the money goes to Pertech Fishing Challenge, and as as we know, I've spoke to Anne. I'm going to take a call. Guys. Yeah, Is spoke right? to Anne from the the Prostate Cancer Foundation, and Anne's right behind it. Can't fish, but she's a good chick. So <laughs> let's take a call real quick. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, Marty. How are you going? Oh, Gregory Evans, we are wonderful. How are you this morning? Hey, pretty good. Hey, I'm just ringing up. I've got a bit of a gripe. Shoot, these YouTubers, some of them are really good. I watched one last week, it's been taken down. A young bloke was fishing in the afternoon. He's complaining about how hot it was. He's chucking plastic. Right. Second cast, he got a 50-centimetre barrel off one of our local rock walls. Yes. He laid it on the rocks to take photos in the heat. Yeah, so that would have cooked carried it. it to the top. Then he carried it to the top of the rock wall, put it on the drag mat, and God knows how long it was up there for. Then let it go. Then he caught a, another barrel. He, he did the same thing, but he didn't take it to the top, let it go. Mm. And um, the Hallamette, both were undersized. Both were out of water way too long. Yeah. And then he caught a, a 53-centimetre jack. And Gee, that's a big jack. Yeah. It was huge. And then when he took it back to let it go, there were scales missing everywhere. They were sticking up. Yeah. And um, it swam off really fast. And then one of the blokes got a massive barrel. They laid it on it. They played it out. It was totally stuffed when it was... Was that on the rock wall too? Yes. Oh, okay. Was that the one that was in the paper? 
I didn't see the paper. Yeah, it, I think the duck pond is in the background. Yes. Yeah, okay, well, that will be the one. A horse of a barra, yes. big slob. Yes. Right near Ardo, I think. Yeah, um, they pulled it out of the water, they carried it up the rocks by the bottom door, Uh-oh. hanging, yep. and then they cradled it, took it up the top, measured it. It was a third of its body was overhanging the end of the brag mat, however long the brag mat is. Yeah. And then when they took it back, they had it out of the water for a bloody long time, talking four or five minutes. Yeah. Then when they tried to revive it, it very reluctantly swam off. You'd probably find even more stuff on the beach somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of these people just don't look after their fish. They no, which is a shame considering that, that they weren't um, uh, keeping the fish for a feed. They, they, they had the right... Um, to, to, in their mind, they're doing the right thing, releasing the fish, but um, just um, not looking after them, which yeah. is a shame. And sometimes you see photos like, um, do you ever look at a photo sort of like on social media of someone of someone holding a fish and they're going on about how cool they are because they release their fish, and the fish is just dry. There's no moisture on it, no more. Yeah. It's it's not wet looking. It's like that fish has been out for a long period of time, and then they put it back. And you know, and I'm not going to be a martyr on it because I, I think I've been. Um, um, uh, sort of, uh, uh, I've caused fish to be a uh, uh, not treated the right way by taking too long with it, but it's a learning curve. Like I'm 49 years old now, so I learned that. But now I fully understand what you're saying, and like it's a, it's becoming like YouTube videos is becoming a phenomenon now. Um, yeah, I enjoy watching them. Most yeah. people are, are really good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, um, others aren't. Like I caught a couple of fish yesterday. One I mapped and. The other one was a fat. Was that your jack? Yes. How good is that? Uh, first time on a plastic, yes. my friend. Uh, first decent fish on a plastic. I call it the Valley Queenies. Yep. The first legal good fish. Yeah. I lost good barra two weeks ago. Yep. And uh, he's probably about 75. It was a good fish. Yeah. It's slowly coming together now. So oh, good for you. Good but, on you. Um, I caught a, a barra yesterday. Mm. And I just laid him on the water's edge, on the wet rock at the water's edge, held him under the gills, just took two sailors and just slid him back into the water. And he just, I only had him out of the water for 60 seconds at max. Good on you. How big was he? Just a little fella? Uh, yeah, probably 50-ish. Yeah. Yeah, it's still good fun. Didn't bother putting the tape measure on it. Yeah. yeah. What, lure on the prawn again? Yeah, same call. That's what was in the Yeah, no, fully understand with what you're saying with the with the YouTube and and it's it's, it's different out of control. Yeah, and it's different yeah. strokes for different folks. The problem with YouTube is is one of our show favourites. Sort of, would find it, and we're not going to get into it. But um, you you open yourself up to be harassed because people are cruel. Yeah. Um, and yeah. and and. Um, and not just that. Some, some people who have, uh, like one of my good mates, ha- had a comment on another one of good, good, my good mates, which puts me in a difficult situation. So, and that's where I'll become a fence sitter because I don't want to upset my friend A because I've supported yeah. friend B and so forth. But you know, I'm yeah. always. Uh, but in saying that, um, like spots and so forth. Uh, anyone who knows me knows I'm not secret squirrel. It's, it's sort of like. Um, yeah. I like to. I love to. And maybe when if when I was when I was twenty five thirty, maybe I was. I can't remember. This is so bloody long ago. But now I, I get just as big a kick out of um, other people catching fish as what I do. I got. I've lost count. To be honest, how many people I've put in my boat who fish the harbour with me who I've put on the barra. Are they, they all the ones you now whinge about because they go back there without you? Never whinged about them. Oh, sorry, mate. Never My whinged mistake. about them. Yeah, yeah. 
If, if I did have a whinge, they, they glorify themselves about once going, Marty Price taught oh, me this. It's, it's strange now, mate. It's You know, Greg, it's, there's some guys out there that do that do spectacular YouTube stuff like Pelagic Pursuit. It's edited yeah. perfectly. It's good to watch. It's like a documentary. And then there's stuff out there mm. where there's people snorting or his boats, boats are not good looking or they they've got the camera on their chest and their fishing reels in the way of you trying to watch the fish yeah, and their, their arms, the, the their arms the they've got yeah they're, they're, there's a big difference between I watched, good i watched and one last yeah and and crap crap i watched one last night um because where's the the head cam which is one of the best oh it's that's you, the, but here's the problem so this this guy um is now he's got a big Simrad live on his, yep. on his, which anyone who knows that's just giving it away. But he's got a Simrad live, so he watches his live, but he's back and forwards looking at live, looking at the lure, looking at the live, yeah. looking at the river. So the video is going left, right, left, right, left, right, and yeah. it does your head in. Yes, I'm like, this is crap. Yeah. But but in saying <laughs> that, if you if you take Maddie from Pelagic Pursuit, he's he's the quant. No, he's, yeah, he's but, brilliant. But and and like. Dean and and people like that, but what the difference is is editing. They get enough good content to be able to go, oh, there's me looking at the floor of my boat, or there's me looking at my feet. Yeah. Um, while I'm winding, they yeah. can cut that out, and they've still got good content. Well, there's this one guy, and I can't stand it. It annoys the crap out of me. It's the worst, and all it is 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 a, is a time filler, and what. It's it's a like seven or eight casts in a row, but just the cast. So or the whole time you're hearing whoosh, 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 and it's just him throwing his rod. There's oh. no retrieving or anything, and he's like, must be thinking this is really cool footage. It's crap. Yeah, it is so annoying. I'm like, mate, fill the time filming that mud skipper over there. You know, don't, don't fill it with this crap. You know what the pet hate is, and here's a good one, Greg. You'll notice now you're watching and you'll notice it is the bearing in the steering head on a Minn Kota motor when they're turning it all the time. Oh, it is. Some are noisy, some off. aren't. And, and bearings in fishing reels. And I just go, no. I watched one the other week. A lot of them are good to watch in mute. <laughs> a lot of them are good to watch in mute. Yeah. 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 So and you learn. And, and no, you and I, we're not knocking here because no, they haven't we would go. be massive hypocrites. Yeah. If we did, because we both watch them. Yeah. We, I love sitting we, down and watching. Some I, I take the pee out I of. don't watch them for long. When yeah. they're crap, I, they start mm. and then they go. Like, Hey, it. look, if Gaz and I did it, ours would be crap. They'd so be we're crap. not knocking we're not, them. No, we're, we're not, not knocking them. We're not movie makers. That's why we don't do it. Have a look at our show. Yeah. It's crap. <laughs> we don't do it. You want a couple, <laughs> couple of numbers, Greg? Yeah, it's better do. All right, mate. We've been ch- chatting that much that you're number two and Janelle yeah. is number three. Thank you. Have a good one, eh? You too, buddy. That was a good chat, Greg. Did Thanks, you get? Brother. Did you pick your reel up from Tackle World? No, I forgot all about it. Actually, I'll grab it this week. Oh, I hope it's still in the box. I dropped it off there three weeks ago. I only had it for three and a half years. Yeah, no, that's right. no worries, eh? Good on you, mate. Thanks. See you, buddy. Bye, Greg. Bye-bye. It's Greg Evans. Yeah, he's, he's... Yeah, well, what a start to the show. Yeah, he's got a good point. If you're going to throw yourself in, in the public eye and try and be whatever you want to be on it, treat your fish nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, he's got a point. He's got a point. Remember, I keep a lot of my fish. Like, you know we speak to the guys from Crab Cuffs. The boys at Crab King yeah. are so uh, such a good supporter of the show. Um, 
there was a video went up a couple of months ago of a guy using the crab cuffs and using them badly. Yeah. And and I I said to you about it. I said it mm. wasn't a good look for the boys from the crab cuffs. And and that this guy was given his crab cuffs. So by yeah. The boys. So they deleted the video. They deleted the whole video. It was it was embarrassing to watch for crab cuffs. Not for this bloke who makes the videos because his videos are crap and I can't watch him anyway. But wow. Oh, I watched, don't often see it, hear you like that. That's yeah. normally mine. So anyway, um, yeah, it was bad for the product. So they must have said to him, "Hey, can you delete that? That is not good for our our crab cuff." So so yeah, there's good and there's bad, mate. As we, it's for good sure. and bad in, in this. And I watch a lot of other shows. I love watching metal detecting shows, and there's good ones there and bad ones. Look so. for me, like yeah. Don't forget, if you're chasing the crab cuffs, uh, head into Tackle World. They've got them for... Uh, 90 put up a uh, thing too. Oh, I think might have been getting them from Tackle World. Uh, I'm not sure. I but think it was, yeah, yeah his, Tackle his World. mate had them as yeah, well. Yeah, Tackle World have got them a little bit cheaper. They're $67 for... They're for a bloody good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah incredible. Thing. So, yeah, duck into Tackle World and, oh. and grab yourself some crab cuffs. Gaz, what are you giving away hey, today? Hey, mate, just a quick one on um, the Pertec Fishing Challenge. There's, Certainly, um, please. As we as we know, Stacer boats, there's three boats to win. There's jet skis to win. There's rooftoppers and Mako are involved and Berkeley are involved and BCF, all the big people that um, Valvoline, Pertec, obviously, all sorts. So... Jump on the uh, on Google Pertec Fishing Challenge 2024. Yep, and you can register there. And even if you don't fish, you could win yourself a boat and stuff like that. So Good job, Gaz. It's uh, men's health, and as we know, us blokes are really bad at looking after ourselves. We are. Um, so yeah, it uh, goes to a good course. There's 24,000 cases of suspected prostate cancer diagnosed a year, and of that, about 4,000 men die. So very sad. So, yeah, do yourself a favour. Yeah, indeed. Um, hey, guys, kids voucher right. today, $25. Yeah. So rather than having a separate sheet, because that was full on for us last yeah, week, we, just let us know if you've got a kitty. We're going to asterisk that. Asterisk their name on our normal prize sheet. We also have um, our Ironman prize bag. It's got hummingbird gear. It's got eagle claw hooks. It's got awesome new hats from uh, Saltwater Tactics from Braden. Thank you uh, very much, Braden. Awesome what an awesome hat, looking trucker, trucker's hat. A what? Truckers. Oh, truckers, sorry. Yeah, they call them truckers caps. Oh, don't get tongue-tied there. <laughs> <laughs> and what else do I drop in the bag, Marty? It's behind you. That's with a T, truckers. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, some good prize. And then our $50... What else is in the bag, Gather? We've got, There's thanks to our brilliant um, Mo- team at RID. RID, Mozzie Coils. Yep. We've got the Humminbird Cooler. We have a uh, a bag of soft plastics Shimano pre-rigged squidgies. Good look. Hey, 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 hey. You're right there. That's what happens when you throw the mozzie coils onto the I keyboard. I threw the mozzie coils. What else have we got? Ah, we've got um, a couple of Iron Man decals. We've got uh, the packet of Eagle Claw hooks. And, uh, and the Minkota buff, buff. So which is a uh, good prize. Good prize bag there, sixty or seventy dollars worth there. So uh, oh, so, most definitely. So and yeah, I think you will enjoy this um, truckers. Good cap. cap. Indeed, Don't forget so the stubby me... holder that you've left out of the bag. Oh, but the stubby Putting it in your pocket. Right. Well, it's that time of morning where we go to our first air break, is it? What do you reckon? Go for it, Marty. All right, indeed. Hey, I'm going to play a song that I heard through the week, and I uh, I absolutely loved it. Now this guy sounds as close to a young Johnny Cash as you will ever hear, and no one really knows of his name or whatever. Is it Johnny Crash? No, 
But there's not many people that heard him, and and he made a big uh, doing a song in a movie. But anyway, sit back, enjoy. You'll hear what I mean by him sounding a little bit like Johnny Cash. And uh, he wrote this song uh, for his son who um, who who passed away. But it's uh, it's so. Uh, just a quick one with the Pertec challenge. I was trying to be emotional. Would you shut up for two minutes? With the Pertec fishing challenge, what we might do is um, for our entries that are in our area, hmm. um, we might have a little prize bag because I know the boys at Hooked Apparel are keen to get involved with with um Pertec fishing challenge so we might have our own little fishing show Pertec fishing challenge prize bag or something that we give away to someone fishing the comp okay we can do that do you, you only have uh, random things while i'm talking you're done oh now go back to your well silly you kind song. of ruined the moment now well, go back to your silly song mate whatever I guess all right enjoy sit back grab your coffee and listen to this song listen to the words i think you'll really really enjoy it I cannot say, but I know you will But you can't lie to me with all these books that you sell I'm not trying to follow you to the end of the world I'm just trying to leave something behind Words have come from many mouths oh, But I can't help thinking that I've heard the wrong crowd When all the water is gone, my job will be too And I'm just trying to leave something behind But love costs more than our bread In the ceiling it's hard to reach Oh, the future ahead is broken and red And I'm trying to leave something behind This whole world is a foreign land We swallow the moon But we don't know our own hand We're running with the case Oh, but we ain't got the gold And we're trying to leave something behind Oh, my friends, I believe we are at the wrong side and I cannot read what I did not write I've been to his house, oh, but the master is gone But I'd like to leave something behind and There is a beast who's taking my brain you can put me to bed, but you can't feel my pain When the machine has taken the soul from the man It's time to leave something behind All money is 
free, but love costs more than our bread. In the ceiling, it's hard to reach. All the future ahead is already dead. And I'm trying to leave something behind. I got this feeling. That I'm still at the shore Them pockets don't know what it means to be poor I can get through the wall if you give me a door So I can leave something behind Oh, wisdom is lost in the trees somewhere Oh, you're not gonna find it in some mental gray hair It's locked up from those who hurry ahead And it's time to leave something behind All oh, money is free, but love costs more than our bread In the ceiling it's hard to reach When my soul is a man Just trying to leave something behind I was just trying to leave something behind Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef, and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900 Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. 2023 TV runout on now at Harvey Norman. Be quick for clearance prices across the 2023 TV range. Once we sell out, they're gone. Great deals on all the great brands. LG, Samsung, Sony, Hisense, TCL and more. If it's a 2023 model, it's got to go. Shop in store or online while stocks last. All sizes from small to king size. All types from OLED to 8K. The 2023 TV runout on now at Harvey Norman. But be quick, once we sell out, they're gone. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest ice box around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See it now Station sponsor. If you think all pizza ads are the same, try reading between the lines. Yummy, 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 yummy. 
freshy, 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 fresh. Our pizzas aren't cardboard and are made from only fresh ingredients. I'm a big fat mama. I'm a fat and jolly chef. They're so yummy, we eat 100 of our own pizzas every day. Hey! Pizza Riviera for traditional Italian pizza and pasta, where you'll taste the difference, not the cardboard. Come to Pizza Riviera. La, 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 la. Come to Pizza Riviera. La, 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 la. Bellissimo. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And we are back. We are live as we normally are. And I am being cut off again. Go, Gaz. I didn't say anything. Now you know what it's like. I know, I'm shocking for I listen to our podcast And you cut me off all the time. And I'm like, oh, It doesn't matter because you know how laid back I am. Now, was that a drunk... Well, I don't think I do cut you off. Was that a drunk Johnny Cash... That, that was song? a song. That was absolutely shocking. Wasn't you? Didn't even listen to it. No, because I, I was taking all the phone calls from people saying how bad it was. You and your lovers. Now, did morning, you, Trevor. Did you say um, Dave Dane rang in and he's already entered the Pertec? Dane has already BCT tackle Dane. Yeah, good on you, buddy. He's all over it. He could win himself some soft plastics from BCT Tackle if he keeps it up. And our mate and beautiful Lucinda, Dom, was saying 250, 300 mil last night. So if you're thinking to go on the Hinchinbrook... I am. Bring the rain jacket. I'm thinking of going to Cardwell and seeing Chatter because I haven't seen him for a while. He's right. And might go for a little bit. What are you bacheloring on the weekend? I'm batching it. I've been batching since Thursday. Oh, that's right. The girls are at Pink. Yeah, they went down to the concert for last night's concert and... Uh, Kayleen was messaging me all the time, and and such a, it was so nice that she went away with Ali and Cassie. So Mum and the two daughters got away together, and they got down to their accommodation, which they booked two months ago, three months ago. And the bloke said, oh, "I haven't got you guys res- reservations here." Uh oh. But they had the paper saying, "Yeah, yeah." So what had happened? Old mate's computer had crashed a couple of months ago and lost all his re- reservations. So, Kayleen said the guy at the Everton Park Hotel down there in Brizzy has been so good. Put put him in a room for the night. Didn't have a room for them for last night. Mm. So, he said, leave it with me. I will find you a room in Brisbane and it will not cost you anything extra than what you pay for the room at our... Very nice. Because there's four of them. Put them up at the Oaks apartment overlooking the river. Hey. So... So, yeah. me. And then on Thursday night, because of the stuff around, fed them for free in his restaurant, free drinks. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they went to Pink. And as we know, yesterday down at Brisbane, torrential rain all all Thursday night and most of, of Friday. And I was looking at the weather radar and Kayleen's going, oh, it's flogging down. But that massive big storm they had in Brisbane that lasted all night and all day slowly moved. And as Pink came, it was half hour before Pink came out on concert, it, the stars were shining. So... They had an awesome night. The moon's aligned, Gaza. So they had a really good night. And yes, I've been batching, Marty. Good for you. So yeah, look at you. Same clothes that you bloody uh, had on when food, you dropped them at the airport. Food all down the front. Yeah, there's some sort of animal on your back too. A mole. monkey or something. <laughs> monkey off my back. <laughs> Mate, so that's it. Thank you to everyone last week for, uh, off my for, back. for giving Gaz and I the heads up. So yeah. We had a mind blank. So do you. Do yourself a favour if you want to jump in. Is this in. your latest thing? Because you said do, do yourself a favour about 15 times in Is the last Is that like weeks. you saying so forth? So forth. When I'm having an attack on you, can Sorry. we just leave it at that? Well, I'm going to talk about the Pertec Fishing Club just for a quick minute so forth. Um, Stacer boats, if you're not, even if you don't Ugh. fish, 
even if you don't fish so forth, you still go into the draw to win these on-water prizes. So, uh, yes, men's health, as we speak about money, very important. We don't look after ourselves enough. No. So. Do yourself a favour. All right. So, and look, things are travelling along very, very well this morning, I must say. I'll have a little chat about last week, if, if I can. I... Um so forth? I, I took my... I will see this pen again. In my eye? Again. Okay, go on. <laughs> Throwing the pen. <laughs> Ow! Took, took my little man, Jake, yes. uh, uh, for a fish uh, in the, into the harbour. And uh, and I must say, if I was if I was worried about people um, following me or, 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 t- or fishing the harbour, I certainly wouldn't mention that. But so. you don't video it. No, but I talk about it all the time. People know exactly yeah, where yeah. I am. Yeah. Not exactly. Well, I no. wouldn't say exactly. No, not exactly. No, and I, I, do, I, and I wouldn't say they know exactly what you do because there's a couple of little things you do that a hundred percent puts it I, above the rest. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with that, and that's yes. that's only because of thirty years fishing it. Yes, of course that's, it is. But um, so I took my little man there, and um, big man now, big man, he's getting a big tall. boy. He smashed the shit out of me the other night. He's the same height as me, almost I now, know. Jake, for a fourteen-year-old. And uh, beautiful, beautiful soul, that lad. And uh, which is shoot, crappy in today's world because he gets prone to be picked on because he's so soft. So and um, sometimes I wish I had he had a bit of bugger in him, but he just doesn't. No, no so, need for it, mate. No, when he's old enough, he'll, he'll sort himself no, yeah, out. Yeah, but there's no need for it. No. Because he's a good lad. Yeah, yeah, he is. He, he loves you. Loves you to death. Even after I some reason. got him the other month. <laughs> We still laugh about I still that. laugh about it. He's, but twice, he's naive, twi- but I got him twice <laughs> in 20 minutes. <laughs> we'll tell the story one day. Not one today. Day. But, um... <laughs> can, you pick, <laughs> can you pick that USB up I dropped? Thanks, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> on the back of his head. <laughs> you and then that's you what, dropped it again on purpose. That's what dads do. And then I dropped <laughs> it again on purpose, asked him to pick it up. Not and he five picked minutes, it up a second time. That one's the second one blew his hat off. <laughs> That's what dads do, mate. And I fell That's in the gutter. Gaz does. I was in the fetal position on the gutter, just <laughs> laughing. And Jake's like, "But hey, why did I do that?" The he's second learned. Time? He will not pick anything up ever again. Now I ask. Not near you, oh, Jake. Can you grab me car keys? Get nope. it yourself. Huh? He'll make you move away. <laughs> so anyway, I took him into the into the harbour, and it was a, a bit of a tough night of his because it was last week. Yes, it was. Um, it was rough again, and uh, not not rough. It had dropped right out, but. What people got to remember, if, if you have a 20 knot at a day before, quite often of night time, even if it's two knots, you still get that rollers yep. coming in and so forth. So, and as you know, a lot of... So forth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to work on that. That's all good. Keep I'm going to work on that because now the, rollers, the listeners would have noticed it. The rollers roll in. Yeah. And now, have you noticed how the rollers roll down Ross Creek now? They've shortened the fuel wharf. There's a bigger area... No, I haven't. Yes, if it's a northerly or a northeasterly, it's quite annoying at the boat ramp. Blows straight down there now. It doesn't well, cut the corner. Well, there you go. Yeah, if it swings itself around to northerly, northeast, comes straight down because that little corner doesn't cut it off like it used I to. I didn't even, and it would. It would because it's very open there now, yeah. isn't it? And it's very shallow. Oh, I, it I, is treacherous. When, sorry. I. <laughs> You're I'm got, working on it. Yeah, well done, mate. I actually sounded past it the other week. And where their marker boys are, the actual rocks are just uh, sticking out past it. I was in 32 foot of water. Yeah. And I went, 
close to where we know all those rocks and everything used to be. Mm. And I went from 33 foot to five foot yeah. in no bang like that. For sure. And so, yeah, just still be a little bit. They've got it marked, but still be. But I am wondering how many barras will be swimming around or tucked in behind those rocks at the a moment. A crap load. Yeah. There will be a crap load. But, but it you, is treacherous, yeah. isn't it? But when, you, sorry? When that, when that, on that low... When it's a when it's a meter, them rocks are exposed, and it's just nasty looking. You're like, yeah. oh my lord! I'm glad them. So Jakey did very very well, mate, for the young fella. He I, did. He cast it himself, yeah. and and like dads do what dads do, and he's at that age now where he's got to do th- things for himself. So I don't know how many times I've given him a rod and to here fight this and and so yeah. forth. And he loves that, but there's nothing like hooking it himself. And he like um, on this particular night, he got another little barra. He got a trevally. He got um, a tarpon and everything. So and that was before the barra. So he had done really well. And uh, it, it it just takes a little things for 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 your child to get hooked on it. That was oh, it. yeah. Because Jake will often come in and he or he'll sit on his phone or um, my kids just just vague out in the boat. They just fall asleep. They love it. The water, you know. No, there's like, nothing wrong with that. Nothing so wrong with that. With I've you. had Jake fall asleep. Did he? How, now what did he throw at them? What was he throwing to get his? It was a ninety plus barra. Yeah, ninety plus, ninety six, I suppose, yep. ninety seven, maybe a bit bigger. Um, it was a fair, fair whack for his yep. first one. Um, but big, big white paddle tail, slow roll, slow was roll. Was it the Berkeley paddle tails? No, not not on this one. No, no, not on this one. I got mine on the Berkeley paddle tail, but not on his. The shimmers, the shimmers, they're, they're brilliant. They are brilliant. They um, actually, Ash left one in my boat yesterday, so Ash, that's gone. <laughs> he come around to do some work and he was showing me and some stuff. What, Berkeley's? Yeah, yeah, because they're, they're popular now. People buy them. so They're a great lure. Oh, they are a great I lure. I might bring one in next week and we'll give it away. Yeah, for sure. I've got a cu- couple there. Yeah, 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 definitely. So anyway, um, it's threw that out and um, Jake yelled, I'm on, Dad, I'm on. And this thing, it, was, it just come out of the water straight away. You know how sometimes they hit and they run and you go, yep. oh, that's a barrel. You didn't have to work it out because it just hit. You said, I'm on, and it comes straight out of the water and launched. And I'm like, oh, boy, that is a big fish. And it ran, I don't know, there's this set of pylons that are in about 20, 20 metres away. Normally, you like you and I would have been able to pull the fish up before yeah. it got there, but this just took complete control of Jake and it made it to the pylons. And this is uh, taken outside the fact that my boy got it. This is the 50-50 chance you take. It reached the pylons and then it went around the corner. So I said, Jake, open the bail arm, open the bail arm. So Jake opened the bail arm and the, the, the line's just peeling off the bail arm and I thought, it's all over. That's yeah. it. It's as, as you normally would. Yeah. So anyway, I've come around the corner and I said, right, I take up the slack, buddy. And uh, so he took up the slack. And so the slack line, slack line. Next minute, this barra comes out of the water and it's in open water. So it's gone around the corner of the pylon with the line running for the pylon. Who's having a dig at me? No, having a dig at me. Scotty from Crabber. Yeah. Yeah. Not He's down in Brisbane tuning in. I must have just said something. In uh, feet. He says it's a metric, the metric system now, mate. No one knows what 33 feet is anymore. Morning, Scotty. <laughs> so it went around the corner and then it's changed its mind and gone, no, I'll go back the opposite direction. Now, if J- Jake or any angler kept the pressure on, that was it. It was game it was over. Yeah. It was go- as soon as it touches that pollen, it was going over. So it was just running around the pollen, it's come out. And then 
you know when a big marlin or something changes direction, you've got that big slack line? Oh, the big line. belly, yes. So anyway, Jake's one. I'm like, keep warning, son. You might have this thing. It might have gone out into the open. So one, 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 one. Next minute, it's come straight. When the pressure's come back on, it's done that big porpoise dolphin thing. Oh, lovely. And I'm like, you little ripper. Yeah, so I've just We've got gone out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm heading heading out and um, and got it into the open water. And it was a painful fish, this one. It was just, it was... Uh, Dogged? Just done everything that you don't mm-hmm. want your barrow to do when you really, really want it. When you really, really want it. And I'm watching the, my lad because his, his knees are shaking. And, um, and he wasn't, like, the beauty about Jake, like, if we lost that fish by the boat, he would have been so excited of the previous three or four minutes before then. So yeah. it didn't really, really matter to him. To me, it was really, really important that we did get it in the boat. <laughs> yes. And uh, so we got it in the boat and um, and that was it. And then I says to him, I said, what do you want to do, buddy? And you know what we did? We released it. Oh, how cool is that? Yep. Yep. So she she went back and uh, and then we were rewarded uh, when I got one. And uh, mine was a fair lump of a fish too, but we didn't have anything in the boat. So we took that home. As you do. Mm. So it was lovely. So my start to the barrow season's actually been do you, a cracker. Do you um, sound them up there on your side imaging or you just know where they're going to be? I know where they're going to be. Oh, yeah. depends where I am, where I sound them up. And it's interesting, and we spoke about it before, is if I ever do the rock wall, I'm usually there by yeah. high tide and I go to where I sit, know the bait sits. And yeah. if there's bait there, there's bait there. If there's no bait, there's yep. no fish. So but you, s- are da- you are midnight to daylight. I am, and I sound like Victoria Bridge, for instance. Yeah, Vicky, I sound them up there. Now something's gone wrong with Vicky since the cyclone because the lights are off, which I'm so devastated about. So you when want you, me to come down and shine my torch over the side for you? That would be lovely. That would it actually work. It would actually work. But my but my <laughs> so, torch isn't powerful enough. No. So um, like Vicky Bridge is is. Um, one place because there's three stages of Vicky Bridge. You've got the left hand side, you've got the right yeah. hand side, and then you've got the pillars in the middle. So you've got the middle section, and um, I will just go from side to side and I'll side scan on the way through. Not with the motor on. You because don't go under through the bridge. Oh, definitely. Victoria Bridge is the big one. Oh, sorry, I was thinking of the little louts. N- yeah, no, near the near the stadium. Near the stadium, which is an absolute cracker of a joint. That one's a little bit harder to fish. I'm a bit nervous about that now because it's. It's, shallow in it's through shallowed up a little bit more now and quite often there's people fishing there and i i won't go casting at tunnels where people are trying to fish it's just a bit rude for me or They're whatever land based if it's like really really distilled and the tide's right you only got to go up there to, to that one particular and you sit there for if you haven't got a sounder for instance you sit there for three or four minutes just in dead quiet and you listen and you hear the buffs underneath and it's funny because it's like do we pick the round arch one round arch two round arch yeah. three or four have you ever been through there and passed because there's the, the rail bridge and there's a rock bar up there all the time but now it's there's so many you're damned if you do damned if you yep. don't because you need water yes but if you've got too much water your boat doesn't fit underneath so not you so need much a there small little tinny that's where you need a small little tinny um, and then if it's too big a tide, it doesn't matter how small a tinny you're in, you won't get underneath. So you've got to pick that right. And, like, the barrows must go up there. Oh, they'd have to. And it's, it's totally – I'll tell you a little secret. 
Um, well, don't let anyone else know. No, no, but um, up at, you know, the V8 tracks, right yes. behind the, the train tracks yep. where the bridge is there? That's one of the places where I used to get bar. I haven't been there. And that There's was, a rock bar there, isn't there? There is a rock bar. Yeah. So, and, and it's good. Um, you've got to be a bit careful there because that's at the, like, what would you call it? The the northernmost end of that before you hit the reclaim. Yeah. So there's a big pool there which grabs all of the rubbish. And through certain elements, there's always lots of needles and so forth there. So you've got to be really, really on your game. It's not my favourite place, certainly somewhere where I wouldn't take Jake. Yeah. The other place where you've got to be really, really careful, where you get lots of um, needles and so forth, is right in the corner of Trabook Pool at the marina there. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, right in that corner, and people will know exactly what I'm talking about. That yeah. that corner there catches a lot of rubbish, yeah. and there's some really, really bad stuff that washes you know, up speaking there, of uh, which is unfortunate because that's where the kids, our kids go to, yeah. to have a bit of a fish. And you so know, forth. speaking of rock so bars, forth. When, did you say it again? No, you I know, said forth, so. Many years ago when I first came to town, I lived over at Hermit Park near mm-hmm. the golf course. Yeah. And as people know, just if you walk, used to walk past a little sewerage treatment plant to the Ross behind yep. the golf course. There's a nice big deep hole and rock bar. Yes. But also where the baseball fields are down Queen Street, we used to go down there and park. This is when I used to bait fish. Yeah. And there's a big rock bar sticks across, almost fully across Ross River. And at the far end of it is where a little channel goes around it. How good? You're talking near the dump. At the, yeah, the, the dump. dump. Yeah, yeah, brilliant place. Yeah, and we'd worked out, and as you do with all your fishing spots, whether it be where, no matter where you're fishing, you work out what time. We used to get there and cast net and get our mullet. Okay. And set up on the rock bar, and the barras used to bite as soon as the water started going over that rock bar. So we would stand yep. just as that water, and bang, our lines would go off. And I can't then, catch a fish there. No, it was only only used to bite right then, and then when that water got a foot deep, that was it. And and this is where we caught a barra there one year, and there's some there was some pretty big um, water, like pond little pools, water pools in the rocks. Mm. And we actually caught a barra many years ago, and hooked it in the gills. Right. And when we pulled, tried getting the hooks out, it was blood going everywhere out of its gills. Game over. So, no, we actually put it in one of these rock pools beside us. Yeah. And as this water's rushing over the the rocks, and this little barra's in the rock pool beside us and we're still fishing, about 20 minutes later the water was up enough and boom, off it went. Do you think it survived, honestly? Well, it survived 20 minutes sitting in this rock pool, and as soon as that water got to a height, it could get out. It was gone. It was gone. So, well, so yeah, picking your time on areas is the, is probably the key It is to treacherous fishing. to go there, yeah. but if you worked at it, because when you're there, you hear all sorts of buffing. Oh, yeah. And, boof, boof, and they're like, man, this is good. Yeah, and you can still get there. Like, the gates are closed now. I think Queen Street used to be able to drive in to drive used up to, to that. To, yeah. They, they lock them gates now. But if you're in a walk mood or you've got your pushies, you can ride there yeah. and get to the rock bar. And it's a lovely walk. You know when, when the Ross gets a really good flow on it and mm. it used to wash the bank away and all the rubbish from the old dump used to come out and <laughs> float down the creek. Yeah. And you just sort of go, oh, here we go. Wonder what's in here. But yeah, 
interesting stuff of when you um, are timing, just like your – and that's why I said about your harbour. Yeah. Like my – if I do a harbour trip, it's, uh, yeah, I'll go there because I get there at 8 o'clock and I'm yeah. off the water by 10, 10.30 if there's no – Whereas food. I'm launching not even. I'm still at you're, home. Yeah, you're still at home and you're off the water as the sun's coming out. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's picking that time. And, look, there's a lot of – like last – at the opening night of the barra season or whatever it was, there was mm-hmm. like – eight or nine boats on the water. And um, I spoke because you, you it's very intimate. You pass. You're there, yeah. You, you pass. So you talk. And, and people might, might recognise me, I suppose, maybe. And they're like, hey, mate, how you doing? And blah, blah, blah. So they get in to have a bit of a chat. And um, no one caught a fish. I was the only one that had mm. fish. And I had quite a good night. You just, But it took a long time to get a bite that night, didn't one it? One hour. Oh, it was one hour. I thought that was the night. No, you- one hour. At four in the morning. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's sort of... It's You'd been there it was, for a few hours for... But the other boats had stayed out all night too, which oh, was a pain them. in the butt because yeah. some of them fish... Close. When, yeah, yeah, when I, where, where I wanted... To, and Do there's a couple of spots... Do you spots? Yeah, If there's a boat not. within a distance... I won't ...and go you there. see it, you'll go, I'm not going to that spot. Some of my spots are really unusual. Like you got the common spots. You got yeah, the yeah, you got the the, the the um the fuel wharf which every man and their yeah. dog fishes. You, you've uh, in the marina. You've got the back of the barge which every man and their dog. Vicky, Louts. You've yeah. got all of them. You've got Kennington on the outside. Everyone no, not allowed to fish Kennington. Well, no, we, you fish further past. So you got Kennington, but as long as you're sixty meters off Kennington, because remember them lights from Kennington shine, shine right out. Yeah, yeah, but and I'm I'm giving a big big thing away here, a really really big thing here. It works exactly the same there, but the barrows are deeper. So when the pilot boat goes past you or the guard comes out, you are a good sixty feet away, so you're you're safe. And and the the, the pilot boat goes past me all the time there, and um, give me a wave or whatever. If you're within, if you're at them pylons, you're comes in big, and says big, big big trouble. But that's also a place where you pick up your Jews and all sorts of stuff. So you will get all sorts of fish there. Yeah, good Not stuff. Not just barra. Mate, and, and, and there it comes down to if people are – and it's – we'll work with barras because um, brim and everything is such an easy catch with prawns. And But is work on your times. And, and the classic example um, was when I fished with Jace up the channel last weekend last, – last Friday. Mm. Jace looks at his watch – Every 10 minutes. Yeah, this and is I, where we need to be. Yes, and, and and we would be sitting on a really nice spot, or I thought it was a nice spot, mm. and Jace would go, right out, let's go. Bang. Beautiful. And then we pull up at another spot. And we might we might have been there for two minutes. Yeah. Jace looks at his watch, looks at his watch. If he, I reckon, if I took his watch off him, he'd be lost. Bloody oath. And and that and that's it. That's like you with the harbour. You may get there at 12 o'clock at night, yep. but you know that I'm going to probably motor around looking for an hour but this bite's going to be right here bang get your bite and then away you go so interesting learning curves um is yeah was jace looking at his watch every 10 minutes yeah and you knowing where to be at what time of that tide or that night um and so yeah little tip for people and uh, most of the a lot of the guys we know know this but there's a few people out there um that might go down the creek and a bait fishing and sit there for two hours, then they get a really good bite for half an hour, then they sit for another two hours. So yeah. then that gives you the, the little time frame to look at your your um, watch and go, ah, I've worked a time I think out. where I'm lucky is because I've had to over time, 
like everyone thinks you got to have light habara in the harbour, but that's getting harder and harder and harder because the the um, the harbour guards have closed the harbour now. They make it harder in the marina to to go to lights. No one leaves their lights on anymore. So over time, I've had to adapt. And which is good because now I've found a stack of, stack of spots where I'm catching my barra yeah. in pitch darkness. You do not need the light. And that's that's where – so I can – like the other night when I went out you know, with all them boats on the water, there were, there's, say, five sets of lights that you can fish. Yeah. And there were seven boats in the water, every single light. So I would – I went to darkness and I found my fish in the yeah. dark. You, you, you're going to yeah, do you it. You work it out. You, you work it out every time. Guys, we've got special guests yeah, on today. Yeah, after this song and ad break, we've got Thomas from Bathy Maps. We had Thomas on a couple of years ago yeah. when he first set up Bathy Maps. And, sp- and we talk about um, helping yourself with what time to fish in the creeks and estuaries. Um, this Bathy Maps that Thomas has set up, um, for you, for your shoal fishing and your reef fishing, cool. is perfect. So when we come back after the song and I've break, got his name right here. We'll have a chat with Tom and just see how Bathy Maps is going for him. I know it's gone very, very well for him. So we'll have a chat with Tom. Brilliant. All right, we'll come back after this song and our breaks. So I hope you enjoyed the little bit. Has it 
the same Instead of making love We both made a separate And now I hear found somebody new And that I never meant that much to you To hear that tears up inside And to see you cuts me like a knife I guess To keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef, and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pond in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477-999-900. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine with unbeatable savings. Nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. For our children, we all walk together to keep our children safe, strong and connected to culture. Community organisations you trust are here to walk with you and can provide family wellbeing services for families and children of all ages. To find free and confidential support near you, search Family Wellbeing Services. Because when it comes to our children, we all walk together. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor. First Nations Connect is Telstra's phone line and service centre for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander customers. You can call our friendly team on 1800 443 if you have any questions about your Telstra phone or internet plan. Or visit telstra.com and search First Nations Connect. That's 1800 443 and telstra.com. Search First Nations Connect. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show on this gloomy, wet Saturday morning, isn't which isn't bothering a lot of people because it's killed the humidity and the heat. A couple of years ago, we had uh, Thomas on the show setting up a new app called Bathy Maps, and we had a little chat to him. And since then, it has gone leaps and bounds. How are you this morning, mate? 
Yeah, good fellas. How are you? Fantastic. Good, now, mate. how many years ago was it we had that chat when you were setting your uh, your app site up? Mate, it might actually be close to three years now. Is it really? Geez, time flies, yeah. doesn't it? It does, it does. Yeah, indeed. And hasn't it taken off for you? It's uh, It's been very, very special. And it's there was nothing around at that stage um, to, that does what your app does for fishermen. Give us a little bit of a... Uh, a little bit of a uh, rundown of what Bathy Maps does and and what a Bathy Map is. Yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Yep. Um, so Bathy Maps is is basically just a, a platform that you can um, use shaded relief mapping, which is um, you know it's basically taking bathymetry data, uh, which is like elevation data for the seabed, the so yep. seabed mapping, and um, yeah, it gives you a good idea of the of the um, the seabed structure. Um, and I guess the Bathy Maps is a bit, little bit different to some of your usual shaded relief mapping products like um, Garmin and Navionics and Z-Maps and so on. We've tried to provide a few different layers yep. um, that are really tailored towards the sort of uh, different fishing techniques that, you know, Aussie fishermen uh, employ here in Australia. So it's, yeah. it's a great tool for locating areas with the good old wonky hole. Everyone wants to find a wonky hole. And the Bathy maps when you start looking at them, and you also have educational videos on your site where people can can go to that video and then look how to find yourself a wonky hole area. Yeah, well, basically that's how I sort of got into Bathy maps to start with, like bathymetry data. I, I, I'm not from North Queensland originally. Yeah, uh, I've been up here for ten years, but when I first moved up here, I've got a scientific background, so I was like, all right heard of these things called wonky holes i want to try and find them maybe i can maybe there's some data out there that can help me and yep. um that's sort of how i got into it so that's how it all started looking for wonky holes i know and have a look at it now it's it's powered along and and your app uh was just around the north queensland area it's expanded over the years to different areas for people um who live in different areas which areas have we headed out to now yeah, so um, we try and try and cover areas where there's good data. So um, we've got um, Queensland, New South Wales, um, half of the Northern Territory, um, and the majority of WA, except for the, the southern side, we haven't done yet. Yep. Yeah, because we so have. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, we have a lot of listeners um, from all those areas around. So so yeah, beneficial to them. And I must admit, um, over the years, I've used it um, to with my marlin fishing it's, it's awesome for marlin fishing because as a lot of people know who marlin fish there is um areas where the bait congregates every year but when those fish aren't eating bait to grow they actually rest in areas and and your maps show the shoal areas very close to the um bait balls because you can overlay your marks that you need to on it um, and those marlin always duck off and hide somewhere so they don't get eaten and then go back for a feed. So very successful yeah. at finding marlin on nice little shoal ground about four or 500 metres from bait schools. Yeah, and we've got, the, um, we've got a fair bit of ocean current and sea, sea surface temperature data on there now as well, which we're um, constantly improving and trying to get yep. new data sources. So, um, but, I, yeah, I agree. Like, I, I use the, um, the ocean current data associated with the, the seabed mapping data all the time to, yes. uh, to inform my fishing trips. And it's, yeah, a lot of people overlook the ocean current, ocean current data, I think, but it's really, I find it's been really important whether it makes or breaks a trip. It, it is, mate, and with, especially with those um, style of pelagic fish, whether it 
sailfish or mackerel they they travel in those currents and they yeah. i find that you find a nice current line or sit um in a current area or a temperature change off your maps um those fish travel in them so very important and and when you put all those puzzles together um the success rate rises uh, quite a bit yeah and I, I the same with jigging like i went out um recently and didn't look at the ocean current data and it was raging that day and I went went out to the shelf and it was just I just couldn't jig, it was just too much current yep. running. And I was like wasted half the day out there and then come in shallow and got a few fish but then so the next time I went out I waited for a day where it was the current was a bit slower. Yep. Went out to the shelf and, and did really well. So yeah, it, that's what I mean by like it, it can inform whether it's pelagic or jigging or you know, even top water and stuff, it can make a difference. Yeah, have, have you, because um, it's taken off really well for you, are you surprised how popular it got? Yeah, I mean, you never really, like I started it just out of yeah. out of a bit of a hobby and then people just sort of, on Facebook, I shared it on Facebook and people were like, oh, I'll do this, do that. So I was like, oh, this could be a little, <laughs> you know, side business. Pocket <laughs> money, it's, mate. It's just organically grown by itself. And <laughs> yeah, so it does, it does surprise me. And it's surprising how mainstream it's become, especially in Queensland. Yep. Um, like you wouldn't you wouldn't come across many fishermen these days that haven't hasn't heard about it in Queensland. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. I reckon I, I, I'm quite proud of it. In that yeah. Sure. Yeah, because yeah. I remember when we spoke to you last, and I, I can't believe it's nearly three years ago that it was just just kicking off. And some of our listeners I know, um, when we first spoke to you, jumped on and paid for the subscription. Um, to, to get on involved with it and really enjoy it still so no it's really good yeah and we're always trying to like we've got a major update coming really soon just trying to iron out a few wrinkles at the moment but that's people users going to see a massive difference like yep. the user interface is really modern sleek cool we've totally overhauled the waypoint um sort of thing so you can go in there and manage all your waypoints you know really like um, like you can group them together, sign custom icons and all that, so it'll be really cool. Yep. Um, and then we've got some new ocean current data going in there, so and also rebuilt the Queensland maps with some new data. So for Queensland fishermen particularly, it's going to be um, yeah a good update. It is my it, it, just the the Bathy maps um, particular, like it, the layers you can put on there. You can put the green zones on there. You can put um, sediment areas on and it's just endless and i just sit there i'm um, just looking constantly of if especially if you're going out for a shoal trip um overlay those maps and go yeah i'm gonna have a look in this little area or i'm gonna there's a, a soft line of sand runs out through here i'm gonna have a look through there so yeah mate it's it's an interesting thing and it's great to see uh, how it's grown for you and can't wait to see where it goes from from here yeah well, thanks mate I yeah. appreciate it. No, it's good. It's good, mate. It's interesting. And as you said, there was nothing like it um, when you first started it. And and probably I would say you started it up to think, oh, if this takes off, it'll be good. But if it doesn't, it's good for me. But it's it has taken off and is is good for you and good for other fishermen. Yeah, and it's, I think it's good for the, especially for the Australian community because all the other map providers, there, you know, they're either from America or, or Europe. Um, they're big multinational corporations that have got a lot going on, so they can't net like they they really not aren't intimately sort of like their knowledge isn't intimate with Australia particularly. So yeah. I think that the benefit that Bassmaps has is that like I'm an Australian fisherman living in Cairns, I understand the fisheries a bit better, and I'm always trying to find data that will help our local fishermen. Yeah. And there's always new data coming in, like the the amount of 
scientific data being collected out there for other reasons that are actually relevant yep. to recreational fishing is insane. Yeah. It's just about getting it right and being able to deliver it properly to people so they can understand it. Yep. It's um yeah, it's all it's a it's a good there's so many opportunities out there and I mean I wish I could. I don't work on it full time at the moment. I wish I could. Yes. Uh, because I've got so many ideas in my head. I just want to get out there. But yeah, slow and steady. Oh, mate, it's it, it, when you start like overlaying, looking at the outer reef and stuff like that, and and you see the old channels through the reefs and stuff like that. It's it, it is spectacular stuff. Yeah, so cool. It's, yeah. It's mesmerising and it's almost um, yeah, it's almost artistic in a way. It's like um, it is. Yeah. yeah really beautiful it, it, i tell you what it does do when you start looking at, at those overlays of the reef you try then picturing what it looked like when land mass went all the way out there it, it's yeah, it, more than just sitting there looking at fishing you start then trying to picture geez that looks like as was an old river running from tully or stuff like that it's just it's really cool yeah and yeah and the other day right i went fishing off um Marillion. And it's not on the maps, but I went to a spot that I, that I thought would be good. Yep. And I come across this, like, 80-metre hole and 60 metres of water. And wow. it, was, it was really unusual. Um, and so I sort of sounded around it, and it's just this, I, I want to go out there and map it, because it would be, I'm not, like, this feature will look insane in the mapping. Yes. And it's just like, you wonder how many more things are like that out there that the mapping hasn't picked up yet, because obviously the high-resolution mapping is a bit patchy, so... Yep. Um, there's so many hidden wonders out there. It's uh, it's a pretty cool field to be in. Yeah, it is, mate. Hey, mate, we'll uh, we'll let you get back to your fam. How can people check this out? And it is a yearly subscription if they want to jump on board and highly recommend it. How can they uh, check you out? Yeah, mate, just go to www.bassymaps.com.au. Yep. Um, and you can subscribe there. If you have any questions, you can email us at um, thomas at bassymaps.com.au or just send us a message via Instagram or Facebook. Good on you, buddy. Awesome to have a chat with you. We'll uh, chat with you again in the near future, probably when you've done your big upgrade for Queensland and we'll see what you've put up there. Yeah, sounds good, boys. Good on you, Thomas. Yeah, you too, buddy. Thanks for your time, mate. I'll be in touch. Catch ya. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. It's an amazing thing. um, It is. Of how you can look and, and see soft hard like it's very interesting if you do it a lot of shoaly reef stuff yeah um very very good yeah the phone's coming through the well i'll just turn it up well what it yes i'm just gonna give a a, a mate a call he wanted to have a bit of a fishing yard have you got one yeah yeah what a mate yeah no this is a rental one. Oh, good guy but yeah if you uh, want to check it out it's bathy maps it's b-a-t-h-y-m-a-p-s i never knew how to say it was it baffy or baby or he Baff. never corrected this no he won't mate. So. so no it's uh it's a really good app platform to have a look at um it yeah, may yeah. not it may not um fill your esky or it probably will if you really get in depth at it, but it will put you in areas uh, really good areas to check um, yeah. and if you've got marks in this area yeah you have a look at the, this is what i do with my marlin stuff um, if I've got bait school marks, hmm. I have a look at the bathy maps and then go, oh, there's a little shoal not far from there. I'm going to check that out. Hmm. And nine times out of ten, they'll be resting fish there. Well, there you go. And see, food for thought. Yes. Yeah, run with it. And there's so much you can learn. Yeah. In the meantime, I've got our show favourite on with us, Clint King. Good morning, Clint. How are you, buddy? Uh, g'day, Marty. How are you, mate? I am fantastic. Good, Clint. Where are you on your way to? Mate, I've just turned up in Charles Stairs, um, coming out to do a bit of plumbing. Oh, good on you. What's the weather like out there? Is she raining? 
No, not like Townsville. It's um, very cloudy and a few bits of drizzle, but um, yeah, not like Townsville. Yeah, highway not too busy. Was a safe drive out, mate. Um, come across an accident. The highway was closed. Um, Townsville side of Woodstock. So um, yeah, it didn't look good, mate. So we had to detour around. We were lucky enough to detour around. So, Yuck. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, okay, our fingers was. are crossed then. No. Yeah. 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 Hey, let's talk about something good. Fishing. What's happening? Yes. Mate, I've uh, just been getting out to the reef that last bit of good weather, which which was good. Beautiful yeah. weather. Unreal. Oh. Um, got, a, got a heap of nice red emperor and nanagai and, um, yeah, got, got into the jigging a bit. Oh, did you really? You're dropping the jigs down? Yeah, mate. Um, well, I didn't at the, at the start because um, we were having a bit of a slow bite and my mate put a 150-gram um, skid jig, Berkeley skid jig down and um, just cranked it doing that rip technique. And um, sure enough, he, he picked up, I haven't seen him too often, uh, the rusty jobfish or the iron jaw. Yeah, hey? How, yeah, so hey it, what did it, they fight like? Mate, it went hard. It, it went real hard. They've got a massive forked tail on them. Yeah. And they, were, they impressed me. They were, they, they were a really good fish. Yeah, for sure. Have you tried one in the pan yet? Mate, we're not, they reckon they're really good eating, but um, when I filleted it, it... It didn't look like a, you know, it had a darker, it was a lot darker than a Spanish mackerel even. It was... Okay. Yeah, it, it didn't look good to me, but I haven't eaten it yet, so I'm going to try it, because they, they give them a fairly good rating. They do. And dolphin, dolphin fish are a bit the same. When you um, when you get a mahi-mahi, they can be, the, the flesh is a little bit darker coloured, but they are absolutely divine to eat. So I think you should yeah. be right, because you're right, the iron jaws come with a great rap sheet, I tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a beautiful looking fish, and just a really, yeah, they fought, fought really hard. Yeah. yeah. What depth of water were you in for, to find them? Mate, seventy meters was where, where I found them. Wow. And, so um, you're working hard. Working very hard. Like oh, we consider ourselves relatively fit, and yeah, <laughs> we were we were knocked up, mate. We were just <laughs> working hard. Um, my mate got a, a sixty odd centimeter trout doing the same really fast technique. So it come a long way off the bottom to smash that jig. Oh, beautiful! What jigs are you using? Have you got a particular favourite? He's got the. Uh, he had the missing at sea. Um, yes. Packs. Yep. Um, and I've just bought. I've got keen now, and I've bought the Sinotech packs. You get a. You get ten or twelve jigs for a couple hundred dollars. Oh, that's good. And do you have to upgrade the assist hooks on them, or do they come with decent hooks, or what's to go there? I know uh, the Nomad and the Berkeley's. They they come with BKKs or owners, right? And on and the mis, uh, the Sinotech ones come with BKKs, so they're all all nice hooks. They they look really good. Fantastic! What gear are you dropping down for them? Have you got a particular outfit you're doing on spin, or or what rods and reels are you using? Mate, I'm um I've got the Saltiga. It's a lever drag Saltiga. Yep. And, um, the rods are demon blood, Daiwa demon blood. Yeah, great like sticks. One. Yep. I could probably go a bit lighter. And the other one, I've got a, it's a Saragossa, 18,000 yep. with a T-curve. Ah, so, yeah. I could go a bit lighter, but I'm pretty, yeah. Well, see. Them up before the sharks get them. Definitely. <laughs> and if you do get hold of a dog tooth, which eventually is going to happen, you will have half a chance with an 18,000 size reel. They'll probably still do you over because them things are just vicious. So, yeah, we've come across them out there, Marty. It's um, we've we've got a few doggies out there, and um, I wasn't real sure of the eating quality of them 
because I, I let them go. Right. And, um, someone said they're, they're quite nice to eat. Oh, most really definitely. Sure. And I've I never, know. ever caught one. Never, ever caught one. So I, when I say they go like hell, I'm only uh, surmising from what I've seen on YouTube, etc. And they, they, they just seem evil, and I love them. So I haven't got... I haven't got them on the, uh, the jig yet because I haven't done a lot of it. But I'm yep. um, trolling. I got them trolling for mackerel. Um, <laughs> wow! So they, was, they smashed a, a Rapala X-Rap 30s and 40s. They've been yep. smashing them, and we've been lucky enough to get them away from the reef, thinking they're Trevally big GTs, which we yep. get a lot of. Yeah. And um, yeah, sure enough, dogtooth tuna and yep. br- brilliant looking fish. Brilliant. And when you're in that 70 meter water, are you out past the shelf? Are you near Piff or or without giving you the no. exact? Yeah, where are you? No. That spot's sort of on the way to the Faraday Shoals yep. area, sort of out in the open, mate. Like, um, I sort of I set my transducer up so it reads at speed, so I sort of travel at 50 to 60 k an hour. And yep. I've got that transducer, so any bumps will show up as a bit of a spike. Oh, beautiful. And anything I, I, um, I see along the way, I backtrack on because I keep my track on, and I run along it until I see a bit of life, and then give it a go, like, spot lock over it and do a few drops with bait and and jigs now. So, Very clever. And I bet you, you uh, find some good ground. Find some really good ground, luckily enough. And with the years we've been going out there, we sort of compile a bit of a few spots to try on the way out. And Yeah, definitely. Uh, like, like you were saying before with the babby maps, I do a bit of research before I go out and, and mark, mark areas where I call them hell, H-A-L. Right. Yep. And then I go to that area, and then anything along the way that I see, I mark as well and fish. I fish. I don't. I don't keep on going. I always fish, and that's where I've sort of found the, the better areas. Makes sense. The and the jigs, having the jigs at the ready, is very, very quick. Run over it, drift, drop the jig down, bang. You don't have to worry about filling in the bait or whatever. So it, it, it's opportunistic there, and uh, yep. yeah, and for sure, like um, when you when you sort of. When you know your stuff with the jigs, if there's fish there, you're going to get them straight away, as you will with the bait. So it just makes life easier and cleaner. Well, with the jigs, my mate that I took out, he he got all the all the not the rosies, the the iron jaws. Yep. Um, he had them three in the boat before I even got a jig on, basically. And, um, <laughs> he was having a ball. <laughs> I bet he was. So I, whacked, I whacked one on and tried to copy his technique, and um, I probably didn't quite get it. I got a few bumps, but yep. uh, I, got, I got it towards the end, and I was knocked up by the end of that. And, oh, you would have been, man. <laughs> it looks painful. But, um, <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, you've got to have a bit of fitness. And, um, yeah, I sort of, I was a bit knocked up from catching the, the redfish and nannies. Um, Luckily, yeah. so. That's a good way to be knocked yeah. up, though. <laughs> Catching yeah, redfish. Nanny's an yeah, emperor. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Ah, yeah. good on you. Good on And today, yeah. you're bloody working, you poor bugger. Oh, not much work. Just a bit of a few few jobs, and then um, I'm probably going to head out to Burdekin Dam, below the dam tomorrow for a look. Go oh, good a, on you. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, when Weather pending, of course. But Oh, she's yeah. going to be flowing there, isn't it? Uh, I just ha- when I come across the the river, then it looked like the river was not even halfway across at the train bridge, yep. and it was di- it was dirty but not not muddy looking. So I think there's 0.5 of a meter coming over the dam wall at the moment, okay. which is which is a fair bit of fair bit of water coming down. But yeah, you sort of get them in them backwaters, um, either level, like whatever the level is, you sort of just fish what it is and. In the stiller stuff, they, they laze around and that, and you sort of get a few every now and then. Oh, amazing. 
That is really good. And Clint, you'd have to watch out for the Gators coming up there, wouldn't you? Right up, yeah, depending well, on where you are. My word, yeah, they're they're there. There's some big fellas we've seen there, and um, yeah, you've got to be sort of super alert. Yeah, for sure. Well, they'll be coming up for the same reason that you're going down, for the Barras. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're pretty well fed. They're pretty well fed, that's for sure. That's awesome. Hey, Clint, thank you so much for having a chat with us this morning. We really appreciate it, and uh, we, we look forward to having the chat with you again to, to your further exploits out, uh, out in the big blue. Yeah, no problem. I love having a chat, and I, I love listening to you guys uh, every every weekend. It's great. Um, yeah. Good on you, man. Keep it up, boys. Good on you, Kenny. Excellent, thing. Thanks, mate. You have a great one. See you, brother. Bye. Bye, Bye, mate. Oh, what a great bloke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. No M today. No M today? She's down in Brisbane for the Pink concert as well. Fair enough. It's probably not a bad thing because this show is going. And Ryan Ryan has set his alarm. He's already messaged me and said he's ready for 9 o'clock. Last week he forgot about us. Yeah. Thanks, Ryan. Cars on fire out the front again. Yeah. Upside down. So, no. Busy, busy. It's going uh, flying through. Complete havoc. All right. Hey. Speaking of uh, flying, we need to get our next song and ad break in um, so that we can hook. <laughs> what is that face, Gary? <laughs> now, I'm going to play, and I didn't realise that you saw this, gentlemen, but uh, if I had the chance, which is not going to be possible now, I'll have to see him when I'm upstairs. Very, very lucky. Um, I would have loved to have seen him. Because Probably one of the most laid back, um, intimate concerts I'd ever been to. Well, the world knows this song. And you went and seen the guy in concert. So for this, I am jealous of you for. Sit back and enjoy. Almost heaven, West Virginia.
Murray from the NQ Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 999900. Station sponsor. Every day's a good day. Stop wishing. Sponsor. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. For our children, we all walk together to keep our children safe, strong and connected to culture. Community organisations you trust are here to walk with you and can provide family wellbeing services for families and children of all ages. To find free and confidential support near you, search Family Wellbeing Services. Because when it comes to our children, we all walk together. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor. Get down to your favourite Lily White Hotel and enjoy a great feed and relaxed family atmosphere. Four convenient locations. The Bowley Barn Hotel, Bushland Beach Tavern, Hotel Stewart and Riverview Tavern. Locals looking after locals. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We are cruising along wonderfully. Gaz is still on the phone there to my that mate Ash. I know. You, I was just saying. I know, and I, I kicked myself in the nuts because I, I've done myself an injustice yeah, by saying you, I'm going to steal his lure. You're skiding about how he left a lure in your boat. Then he informs me he's got a great northern esky of yours. He can have the lure back. Too late. Too late. Too late. Martin, you've got to have an IQ if you're going to be cheeky. <laughs> Mate, we had a uh, message on our Instagram page Talk from to Tony me. down south mm. um, about our boats. Right. Of how we, how, what boats we've got and what we fish out of and how we've set our boats up. So your boat is a glass boat. Mine is a plate alloy boat. Yeah. Um, what is your boat? What brand? What breed? Okay, so I've got, and this was actually made by Yamaha, would you believe? Yep. Um, and Yamaha owned Southwind, so Yamaha Southwind. 
Now, a lot of people who own Southwinds um, will know just an incredibly well-built boat, but way too expensive for their time. So um, because of the price that you had to pay for them, they sort of didn't take off like they did. Like, like my original Southwind Stealth, um, there was only 200 of them made because back then in two, 2004, um, the, just the hull and trailer and outboard was 50K. That's which, the one you have now? That's the one I have now. Yep. So 50K back in 2004 yeah. is just ridiculous money. Um, when I brought mine, I paid 24000 for it um, secondhand. I brought it from a gentleman in Red Lynch, Cairns, by the name of Brendan. And uh, like that, my, my boat now, even though I've done a lot of work with it, I could, I could sell for 50000 tomorrow. Um, but it, they were one of the first ones. No timber. Everything yep. was fiberglass stringers and so forth. Um, I did rebuild mine. Uh, in And rebuild meaning just new floors? New, new floorings and everything. Stringers were fine. Yep. Stringers were fine and that sort of thing. But. Uh, myself and Adam Finlay and so forth, we pulled the floor out to have a look. And all that come from um, was uh, because I got a fuel a fuel leak, yep. which is a really crappy thing. You know straight away when you, your fuel line's busted because you smell it. It is yeah. strong as the fumes Been coming there, through. Been there, done that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and unfortunately, Southwind sealed the floors. They had oh, a little, so you had to cut it up. We had to cut the floor up. So... That I said, when that happened, right, this is my opportunity. If I'm going to do this, if I'm cutting my floor up, I'm, I'm just going to do it from scratch. And um, so I got hold of Chris from Fibre Finish and brought the Fermilite, which is the best move I ever yep. made. Um, some people say that the Fermilite, the screws pull out of it. You've got to silicon it. You've got to silicon it. Like yep. any material, I've never, ever, ever had a problem with mine. And I've had some big boys on my seat, including me, sort of – and. Um, over the years, when I've had marine ply in, they eventually always yeah. pull out. So, uh, and this now, this Vermilod, I've had him for two or three years and just been a brilliant sort of product. So, I'd put it back in again in a heartbeat and it's so light. And um, yeah, the boat is good. It's, side console? It is a side console. It's a big, heavy girl. Yep. She's heavy. So, once it hits, if you hit a sandbar, as, as plenty of people know, I'm there <laughs> for good. I've seen you. Yeah, yeah, I know. Thanks. But, <laughs> and like, as far as, uh, like, m- most of my mates are still fishing flats when I have to be long gone. Yeah. Um, so that's that's uh, that, that's a con of the does boat. That, um, is that a negative to you? Because we know mine's the same now. Honestly, <laughs> massive. For yeah, me, you want to stay longer. Oh, I want to. Them flats when when there's a meter uh, when there's yep. a foot and a half of water, that's when them fish are coming out. Man. Have you ever? Like Especially in a little just to see drains. how how much it'll float on. Yeah, not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> no, sitting on mud with no water around you isn't checking. Morning, Terry McGeckin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, more than Tessa. Ashley Cotter. Morning, all of us. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, we've all. There's you've a lot never of... you've never done yourself on the sandbar. Not where I've oh, had you to do stay. yourself just about anywhere, oh, mate. <laughs> not that I have to stay. Remember. Before you got stuck on the mud at Dunjo, mm. I had to get out and push myself off that sand because you would thought it was the most hilarious thing as you were filming me. That was the karma train. Yeah. I, I still remember that. Incredible. That sandbar across from the boat, from the lodge, basically. Plenty of um, videos. I'm there luring along and went to Kayleen. It's ripping over this really quick. We've got to quickly get off it. And I had to get out. To, oh. And then who's in front of me in the deep side? You with your camera, yeah. hanging it on me and filming. I deleted that 
footage though, hoping that my footage wouldn't be released. And then lo and behold, 40 minutes later, I'm back at my room on my veranda Ugh. and seeing you. I did come and wanted to come and offer you, but a lot of people was, did. Anyway. There was no helping me. No. Beautiful boat yours. Size, what size outboard do you, do you run on your, on your boat? I got a 175. So yummy. A Yummy, yep. And if I'm being honest, my Mercury before that, which was a 140. Which was a two-stroke. Two-stroke tears the Yamaha in half. Yep. Just so much more power. Uh, I miss that Do you wish you had it on there or for the fuel economy, you're glad you've got the four on it? I still chew fuel, fuel. I still chew it, but nothing like the Merc. That Merc yeah. I was refueling outside of the harbour. <laughs> Launch, yeah. get out to the jetty, refuel, yeah. keep going. Did you like it for the get out of the hole? I loved it for the noise. Yep. You know, like now, like our four strokes, and I loved, I wouldn't change the fact yep. that I got it. But when I give it to it, when I go, I'm like, Ooh. Yeah, not dinka, dinka, dinka. With that yummy, I was like, Whoa! It was just, <laughs> you know, and, and the noise, of, you, you, when you hear a two stroke, you know, where you smell you? them first. Oh, you smell them first. The funniest yeah. story I still remember is, uh, oh, I love that. And because my, because they run rich them, them uh, Mercs, the old two stroke, and um, and it was such a good motor that never ever played up on me. But I remember I was at the, the um, Dungeness boat ramp, and it was like six o'clock in the morning, and there was this big massive Zodiac there with yeah. like twenty tourists that were about to do a tour. Of the thing, so they're all on the side of the pontoon, and the old skipper he's up top there getting coffees. So I, I, I've been launched down, and I started the motor up, and just this, it, it looked like I don't know it, it, the, the fireworks on, uh, down at the heart, uh, down at the bloody um, the strand, because there's just this plume of smoke and all of these German and American and Austrian tourists they all started coughing like proper coughing really bad it was just pure smoke yes. and I'm sitting there <laughs> away you go yeah. Rod and I forget who I was with but like we couldn't look at each other because I was just in tears because this Zodiac could disappear in, in the smoke in the smoke of my mouth Rod storage on your boat. Do you have rod lockers on? Yeah, on got your a, boat? I've got all the storage in the world. I've got rod lockers, yep. which I don't use. Rod, Inbuilt rod lockers are the biggest wank I've ever heard of, to be honest. It's just I use that for all sorts of other stuff. Bar my rods. It's a, like maybe because my system's not too good. Maybe if I looked inside a ranger's system or something where they've got their the uh, the the holes. Yeah. The pole, maybe Do that's yours a good rods thing. just all sit tangled together? They just sit in there. But so I use that as storage as such. So in there I keep all of my. Sp- um, spare stuff because I've set my boat up. You, you've got to cover every base gas. Yes, every base. Do you, you take never a spare know. prop? Yes. Yep. I take a spare boat prop. I take a spare electric prop. Yep. Um, so I take spare sunnies. So because yes. I can't be, I can't be oh, out without sunglasses. Either. No, that's my day. I'll come home. I do not know how people can be in like. For instance, when we do a, a photo shoot at work because we've got to take a photo of our, our – I don't know if it's just me because I spend so much time in their sun and everything. But, yeah, they they like, yeah. okay, no sunglasses. So I physically cannot be out there and smile because my eyes just water and everyone yeah. else is like – and I'm like, can we not do this photo in the shade? No, <laughs> like, not as good. No, you know not as good. I... You need, And I'm like, I can't. I can't and uh, I don't know who can, but for me – if I go on the water and I've forgotten my sunnies, that's me. I'm done. Yeah, I'm me not too. I get a day. headache. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, I'm home. I gave um, Jace aware of the rose-coloured Makos the yes. other day on the water. Very, very impressed. He yeah. wants a set now. Well, you've spent your life looking through rose-coloured glasses. Beautiful Barry, they and, are. Um, mm. 
beautiful yeah. on the water. You're right now. I'm done. You know you're saying about. We've been squinting. very well behaved today. You know, we, we, have. we haven't talked about midgets or unicorns or, or anything. It's been good. We've been I well know. behaved. We've been going all right. You know you're saying about um, squinting, and and I am the same. I can't go on the water without glasses. Hmm. I did some years ago. One of my first like filming some fishing stuff, and they stand there with a um, like a shiny board to right. deflect the sun in of your, course yeah and oh you talk about squinting yeah no go and you're trying to talk to the camera and they've got this big reflection board shining in your face yeah. to brighten everything up yeah nearly burnt me eyes out yeah in your boat first aid kit you carry Definitely. a first aid kit yep. i keep a first aid kit in there just basic a, or a good one no a good one yep um which you really got to look after because stuff it doesn't matter what what happens yep. it gets into it i keep little tool i keep uh fuses i keep um spark plug um fittings i keep spark plugs yep um and the, i don't buy new spark plugs the ones that come out because yes. i get my engine serviced before Yep. Um, it all goes pear shaped, and and so they're there to get me out of the crap if I need it. Um, keep uh, a shifter and 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 that sort of thing on board. Anything that is going to help me, I keep a spare pin for my electric motor. Yes. Um, uh, and touch wood, I haven't needed it. If, if you're in trouble, just a shank of a hook will do the job to get you out of trouble. Yeah. It's not nice on the because it's not a perfect fit but it, it will work yeah it'll get you. do you carry a you know the rage now is those lithium little jump packs for batteries i do i've got one of them yeah i carry one of them yeah in the only boat. when i do an overnighter yep if i'm going to cattle or something like that that's in the boat because it, you need to think about that because our boats these days we're we're just exhausting every bit of amperage we've got yes well we well you look at at our boats or if we don't run a separate battery for our sounders, yeah. by the end of the day, if you leave two hummingbirds running, mm. um, doesn't matter what it is. If you've got two big sounders running on your crank battery for your starter, yeah. it gets right down there. And, yeah. and you know when it's getting low because when you start your motor again, you, your screens usually black out on your, on they your do. console. They do. And then give a low voltage warning. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I need to... Um, uh, like at the moment, I'm running a separate big heavy battery for my Apex. Yep. Because that chews. That's chewing six amps an hour. Yeah. And like Reese Bullymore, he explained it to me perfectly. He said, Marty, if you've got a 100 amp, let's say a 100 amp AGM or, or, or a gel or whatever, you traditionally, forgetting lithium, you, you, you can get 50%. You can use 50% of that 100. Yeah. Okay. So he said, well, the way you organize that is you take six amps that you're using an hour which is what's on the paperwork you know that it was going to divide that by 50 that's how many hours you're going to get sounds like a lot until you do the maths all of a sudden you realize you can't get a full day no you cannot get a full day out of my so on my apex for instance unless i'm running out wide and so forth like there's pros and cons when this thing's on when this unit is on it is incredible there is nothing yeah. better. I've never seen a screen like it. But you hear of people saying, and, and they're designed for blue water. So when I'm going from A to B, and I can, when I'm doing, um, like yesterday I'm doing 40, 40 mile an hour, my side imaging is working. I'm reading the yep. side. It was incredible. So, But if I want to do that, I've, that's an hour that I've chewed up from going here to, to the reef and blue water. So that leaves me with five five hours left of runtime. So what I'm doing at the moment is I'm hitting the standby. It's got a standby button on it. So you hit standby yep. and it shuts it all down apart from the, the lights on the actual 
um, switches for the sounder. And then you just simply hit, simply hit the power button and it all fires back up again. So you'll go to, say, 0.2 of an amp yep. in standby up to a full 6 amp when you're... Bang. So I'm being greedy with it at the moment. A lithium... If I'm running a 120, I'm getting 120 divided by six. That's a different story. Yeah, that's a different story. So I'm um, going to run my two off a of lithium. Yeah, under the console. Yeah, and have my standalone crank. Well, you won them ones last week. Well, only one. Didn't you win two? No, that was the box it came out of. So it's still a what a prize. Did you sit home, get your calculator out, work out what you'd won? Yeah, you did, didn't you? Yeah. Did you do all right? Did. Yeah, I did all right. You're a dick. It's close to two. More than that. No, no. I had a little look. Pretty good price. But, yeah, the lithium is a 140 amp hour. Which, 140 amp hour lithium. Yeah, which I will put under my console and run my two sounders off that um, to say. And it's a proper good quality one. And, and speak, while we're talking about lithiums, and there I do, cutting you off, we are going to be right. having Mac. One, Mac is going to organise from the fire. He got in touch with me again. Oh, good, They're yes. just getting all the right information for us. And it's not going to be a negative on lithiums. It's going to no, be all, they're awesome, mate. In, yeah, it's in going their to be place and all the positives. Yep, but there are negatives, and like without going too much, what worried them is um, like when you mentioned that you got them cheaper lithiums from the place where you wear a crown on your head. Yes, yeah, that concerned them because when they go out to the fires, the boats that are burnt down, the caravans that are burnt down, they come from. Those areas. Those areas but, with the cheap lithiums. But, but, but the boys will explain to us, the fire They is, will. And it won't because, just be negative. No, because no. I take my batteries out and I only charge them when I'm in my shed. Yeah, see, that's like for me, there's no way in the world I'd do that. So, yeah. so you've got no onboard charger or anything? No, like, no I take mine out. Because that's when they're in trouble, when, when they're charged. And they sit there for, for half a week. Mine don't sit on charge or anything. No, well, you won't have a problem. So I, because they're so light, mm. um, I take mine out and charge them separate in an open space by themselves. Not on your boat anyway. No, but I'm, I'm actually there when they're charging because my lithium charger is Bluetooth. Right. So I can look at it. And then if I, I don't ever leave my batteries charging overnight, I, I'll make sure they charge. Did you with your gels and AGMs though? Yes. Yeah. So because I, I do, that. I leave them. I do that I leave with them, them for a week. Um, and and my lithiums would probably be fine with the charger I've got that shuts itself down. Mm. But I don't do that because I don't know mm. um, of what's going to be. So I'll put my I'll put my lithium on charge when I'm in the shed tinkering around. And I could be in the shed for two or three hours. I walk into the yard. The mm. door's still open. My lithium battery's in its own area. It's not in the boat. It's in an open right. area. Um, and then I'll it'll charge, and then I'll take it off charge. Well, that's fail-safe. You, you're not going to And that's it. why I want to do it. So. They're worried about the, the I don't, leaving it yeah, on. I don't. In up the, they're up the nose of my boat, and I don't hook my charger up, close the garage door, and go inside for two days. The other thing which we'll have to discuss, or he will discuss, because I wouldn't have a clue. No. And that's having it under your deck um, in a closed area with that yeah. heat. Well, it run it in the middle of the day up at Hinchinbrook. Yeah. He said that poses a problem too, but I don't know, so I'm not going to yeah. talk well, about it. Well, I've got my camper trailer. Yeah. And that's a fold out camper trailer. But the battery, the storage battery for that mm -hmm. is underneath the mattress, underneath the trailer. So 
you can't get to that battery while it's all folded up. Yeah. You can only get to that battery when the camper trailer's all open and you lift the, the lid up and get underneath there to take the cover off the battery compartment. Right. I would never put a lithium under there. Okay. Because I can't get to that. And the charge is mounted on my on my camper trailer and you just plug it in, switch it on, and it charges under the – and it's all closed up. Gotcha. I wouldn't do that with a lithium because I don't want it to catch – I can't get to it. Yeah. I can't get to it if the AGM catches fire, no. but it's very rare an AGM well, catches fire. Once your lithium's on fire, that's it. if we're being honest, you're not putting it out. No, I just drag my camper trailer the onto the side of the road. Yeah, the only way you'll save your trailer or your boat is to physically be able to pull it out and drop it in the water or on the side. But they, reckon the, lithium burn they reckon the lithium still burn underwater. Like yeah, that but it's out of your boat. Yeah, I know. So, so yeah, it's um, it's an interesting thought. It'd be great to have the lads on. Yeah. But yes, my batteries I take out because they're so light. They're eleven kilos, yeah. and they're not thirty-seven. Yeah. My old deep cycles. I just used to leave them in there and go. I well, can't lift this freaking thing. I, out I, I see the love for lithiums because when I need to change my batteries over. I dread the fort. That's why I did it. It is a nightmare for me, especially like my battery, my cranking battery at the back, the position where I yep. need to get it into. You, because you're stretched, and I physically have to lift that battery with fully stretched arms vertically while laying down, and it just um, my little chicken they hurt. Yeah, don't forget um, Ryan. We'll give Ryan Moody well, a ring. Well, let's go to the next song in the And we'll give Ryan a ring. Yeah. But yes, that's why I'm very careful with my lithiums because I don't know enough about it. Yeah. And I don't put myself in a position. They w there won't be one underneath my camper trailer because I can't get to it. And I sleep right. And I sleep above that battery anyway. Yeah. So so I don't want to be roasted. Put, put, put it above Kayleen's then. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, very careful but very good. They're, they are so good. Um, so light, and I haven't had a problem with mine on my electric motor yet. So brilliant. Hey, we just uh, Chris from Bodine and RV was just saying BLA, so Bob Little Agencies, Lithium has a phone app, Bluetooth with temperature amps, etc., and everything. How good is that? So the way I'm reading that is that that app, whatever the the Some, battery set up, everything that it's doing. It's Bluetoothing to your phone. Some do, some don't. But would you have to use a blue? Would you have to use a BLA battery for that? You'd think, wouldn't you? No, a lot of a lot of the lithium batteries have Bluetooth capabilities, and a lot don't. Usually, the expensive ones. Are, so yes, able. you do have to use the. You, you get an app wherever, whether it be from BLA or wherever you get your lithium batteries. There's a there's quite a few apps for. Yeah, and Reese just saying, and as we know, Reese runs. Oh, the, Reese has the got them all over him joint. Yeah, two lithiums on board uh, for two or three years now, respectively. I would never be going back to an AGM no. or a lead. Oh well, my. But remembering these guys, we're talking top quality. Yeah, not your tight ass ones. But they're still working, and I've never had a bad report of I them I didn't mean yet. to say that. That slipped out. That was nasty. Now, can well, you no, please I play a song? Can you play a song? I so Gary, I so said forth. sorry. Can you so forth play a I song? I said sorry. Shush.
everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477-999-900. Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kaisan Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kaisan. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kaisan on 0418-199-667. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Get down to your favourite Lily White Hotel and enjoy a great feed and relaxed family atmosphere. Four convenient locations. The Bowley Barn Hotel, Bushland Beach Tavern, Hotel Stewart and Riverview Tavern. Locals looking after locals. Station sponsor. Okay, here we go. From 2024, the Queensland Government is making kindy free for all kindy-aged children. Every child can access 15 hours free kindy a week. 40 weeks per year. Kindy is the foundation of learning for our children. Search Free Kindy Queensland for more information. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. We're having an absolute ball this morning. We're covering some really good topics too, Gazza. And, on, sorry, mate, I'm texting. That's all right. That's all right. Instead of concentrating, hey, we're ch- ch- uh, following on to a really important part of our show this morning where we're going to cross over the Ryan Moody. Good morning, Ryan. How are you, buddy? G'day, you salty old roosters. How are you? Hey, good oh, mate, on you. we're brilliant. And what a remarkable life you are leading at the moment. The way you've changed and turned things around. I was reading a little post that you put up. Um, I think it might have been going back 10 years ago with Yassi when everything seemed to crumble around you. And uh, with some uh, forefoot and a bit of uh, very healthy tuition, you have uh, turned the whole show around and become very successful. So well done you, Ryan. Yeah, hey, mate, so hang on. I, I was just going to say, mate, hang on, hang on. Don't start claiming everything here, buddy. <laughs> well done, Karen. Yeah, yeah, Karen's yeah, in the yeah. background, ready to hit you Cause, over head. Because don't forget, mate, don't forget, we've known each other for 24, 30, about 30. Oh, don't worry, don't they know it? 34 years. Yeah, the denim short days. Oh, mate, have you still got them? 
Oh, I think I gave them to my son years ago. I don't know whether he's got them or not. <laughs> Mate, when I, I don't know how you got budgie smugglers in the denim, but you did, my oh. friend. When I fished, <laughs> when when I fished with you down the bowling and you had your singlet on and your ripped denim shorts, and and I like the way you used to cut your legs out of your denim shorts so they went up past your hips. Um, mate, I'm I still I'm still going to counselling for that. I think it was the fashion back then, wasn't it? I think you're all right. I don't, mate. I didn't have them on, so no, it wasn't, Ryan. No. <laughs> <laughs> mate, and, and that let's let's go way back there, mate. We had um, Lance Butler and Steve Gesto in. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and you fall into the category of those two fellows as well, or they fall into the category of you guys. Um, you're just so good at your craft and have caught so many fish over the years. Uh, have you done much fishing around with Lance and Steve over the years? Um, I did fish with Lance once many years ago. Yep. Um, I, I, I think I've been game fishing with Jesto, but uh, of course being... Barra guides, we're, we're doing our thing, you know, yeah. and we don't sort of get a chance to fish with each other. But yeah, it's just like all long-term guides. I think um, you know, over time, you just come up with a whole different heap of strategies and different things that are outside the box a bit. And we all kind of learn our own little niches. And yeah, with with what we do, and um, yeah, it's, um, it's it's all good experience that we we take a lot from, you know. And mate, and it, it was great to chat to the boys, and it's always great to chat to you, and we always pick their brains of of things they see. Um, especially Hinchinbrook Channel. We know you fished Hinchinbrook Channel a lot yourself as well. And and one thing that came back to Jest from Jesto and Lance was bait. Always bait when you're yes. fishing. Definitely, mate. Yeah, and that that applies offshore as well. Yep. Um, and even like um, I think we're, we're just putting a coral trout course together at the moment, and and uh, one of the things in that is is all about the bait too, you know. And it's it's the fact that I, I know some people will say, oh, it's easier to catch a coral trout. Um, it is if you're you know if you fluke the right spot or if you know yeah. what you're doing and you you can get on the right spot. But the thing is, you know, with a lot of anglers, they like 99 percent of anglers obviously fish bombies on the reef slope, and they they look for what they think is life and they think a lot of that's coral trout but in actual fact they're marking heaps of other species coral yep. trout are actually the they're, they're they're masters of disguise and um you'll fish on a lit up bommy and yeah you might catch a couple of trout um but you also catch other species but what, what did you actually see on the sounder yep and most of it you'll you don't see the trout uh there are times when they're a little bit higher and proud where you will see a few, but you've got to know what to look for. But I don't actually fish on bombings. I fish in other areas. Yep. Um, and where you don't actually see fish high and proud. It's, um, it'll, it'll be a very big eye-opener for a lot of people. Yeah, and that's and, the course um, you guys are putting together now, the coral trout um, yeah, course. Yeah, mate, yeah. When, does, when, do you, when do you think that'll be out? There's a lot of editing and a lot of work goes into that. So uh, what yeah, sort probably, of time frame? Probably a couple of months, mate. Probably yep. a couple of months, yeah, yeah. That's what. Uh, that's why I accidentally stood you guys up last week. We've been oh, so busy. Yeah, come on, mate. In the morning and yeah, I woke up in the morning and Karen said, oh, "What day is it?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Oh, it's Friday." Oh, oh, okay, okay. Oh, let's take the dogs for a walk on the beach. No, I it's. Phone I didn't even realise it was a Saturday, mate. So no, it's all good, mate. Marty's used to getting stood up, mate. All how, how did I just become part of this conversation? <laughs> I'm sitting here, polite, listening. And did see how he treats me? <laughs> Mate, no, you've just come off um, a huge sale for all your courses. It's been absolutely massive for you guys. 
Yes, our 10-year um, birthday. Um, so, you know, we know a lot of people are doing it tough at the moment too and um, we've got to keep our prices at a, at a certain level to maintain our staff and everything else, you know. And um, But, you know, we, we dropped them right out this time. We've got a few people that, you know, were sitting on the fence because of financial issues. We put yep. some payment plans together, that sort of thing, to help people out. And, yeah, mate, it was ma- uh, massive, actually. Um, yeah, full on. So we... This is a work year for us this year. We're, we're putting together a few more courses and and, and the things that I specialise in. And, um, yeah, next year we might do a bit more travelling or later in the year we might go travelling again. You're doing plenty now. You're doing all right with your travelling. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. We had a trip to CQ uh, yeah. eight weeks um, a little while ago. Uh, that was good fun, getting down there in the big tides. We had a lot of bad weather and, you know, that sort of thing. But, anyway, you, you just deal with that and, yeah. and that sort of thing. And military closures down the Shoalwater area. There was only a, a couple of days that we could fish on the neeps because we had so many delays getting down there with trade winds. And as you guys would know, yes. it's been a yeah. pretty horrible year. When uh, when when do you take mood swings around to the Kimberleys? That's um, that is a plan, mate. That is yeah. a plan. We're, we're not sure yet. We'd, we'd like to get a, a few more products made first, and before we go travelling again, and um, that's what we're doing this year. But yeah, mate, it is on the, it is on the cards. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll certainly be looking forward to a trip like that. A lot of logistics involved. Yes, um, it's a big it's course. a big trip. Yeah, definitely, mate, definitely. So, um, yeah, got a, lot, a few more things to look in. I've done a bit of planning on, on a way for big trips like that, but there's still a fair bit more to do. Yeah. With your, with your courses, you're saying there's a few um, more courses you want to put out and, and unschooling put out there. Have you, like, you spend a lot of time on marlin boats and stuff like that. Have you got... Um, like marlin courses or mackerel-y type stuff, that pelagic-y how to set your lures up or live baits or yeah, anything mate, like yeah. that? Yeah, the mackerel species uh, one we're probably going to touch on next year. Yep. Because uh, that's probably going to be a quicker and, and much easier course to put together. Um, we have had people ask us to um, do, do marlin, but we kind of want to cover, you know, the market that's a little bit more common to people. Yep. Um, so yeah, that, we will do something like that. Even last week, I had had a guy ask, "Oh, are you going to do a course one day on how to rig those big baits, catching thousand pounders and all that?" Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure, we we could do a, a short course on that sort of thing, and um, there'd be cheap courses, of, of yeah. course. But um, but yeah, those sort of things are something that we can continue after we make the courses that are more. Um, User-friendly, you know I mean? so to speak. User-friendly yeah. sort of thing, yeah. Everyday mum and dad, bread and butter fisherman kind of thing. Yep. Um, so, yeah, some the things like that will come down the track a little bit. But uh, at the moment, we're concentrating on all the good stuff. We want to go and do um, the Red Emperor one shortly. Um, yep. Red Emperor and Nanny Guy, Tropical Snappers. But, but, uh, but yeah, mate, it's, um, yeah, it's been a big year. We've been up to Lizard uh, just after the rains. We've had... Um, yeah, some fantastic fishing up there, top water, some massive blue spot trouts and that sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, um, the GTs have just gone insane up there as well. Trying to get through them is a bit of an issue <laughs> on some of the pressure points and that. But <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's some of the to put up with. Yes, oh, it's terrible, mate. I'm I'm feeling for you here. Some of the photos you put up when you um, travelled up that way after that that big rain event they had up there was some of the landslides down to the ocean from the where the mountains meet the sea. Um, those awesome landslides that have just slipped down the hills. Mate, you've got to see it to believe yeah. it. It's um, like on our, the previous time I went up there after massive rains. 
we've probably seen about three landslips yep. between sort of Port Douglas and Cooktown. This time there was about 300. Yeah. Wow. So it'll give you an idea about the volume of rainfall. And, and some of them go from top to bottom and have actually created whole new landscapes and diversions for other creeks. And now they're turned into waterfalls and got, made their own stream kind yep. of thing, you know. And, and you can see, like, areas down the bottom where it's all come down and into the ocean and it's wiped out, like, 120, 130 metres of trees that were yep. down close to the water. And now it's just like a big dirt spit sticking out onto the ocean but unfortunately it did kill off a lot of the bar cheek trout that were along the fringing reefs up there all oh, right yeah have been washing up dead everywhere um or after the fact that they're probably all gone now but uh they've eaten and yeah. stuff like that but um but the amount of siltation and fresh water was was insane it's yep. um hard to believe really it's there's that much red dirt have come down those hills well, in a thousand years' time, those landslips will be nice gullies. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Do you find? And, uh, do you, did you find um, that a lot of the wonky holes that were dry have started running again up that neck of the woods and in your neck of the woods? Oh, definitely. I put some posts up in our wonky group, and yep. um, the uh, there were some spots I went over. I had one spot where there was like a cluster of five together. Yep. And uh, we just went past to have a, a sticky beak and all of a sudden now there's like 30 there <laughs> uh so the pressure on the underwater table is, is insane you know yeah it's, uh, it's it's been really good to, to flush a lot of the holes up that way and um even down off Carble, i was down there doing a master class one of our prize winners uh yep. last week and there was so i went out and had a look around and uh, we found a couple of a couple of new ones just to you know give them a, an idea of what to do and i called in and had a look at an old one um that last time I left down there it was pretty filled in and had no fish on it and and uh, it was actually pumping and lit up and there was emperor and nannies all over it and yeah it was yeah, it's beautiful isn't it and, and we should um say that if anyone um, wants to learn how to find those wonkies you've got a wonky course as well yeah mate yeah yeah wonky holes as well yeah, yeah what Karen just mentioned to me this morning if any of your listeners didn't know about our sale or anything like that yep they do want to get on um just um send us an email say you heard us on the fishing show and we'll let we'll open up a special link for them to get the courses at those old, those prices if um uh if they wish yeah it's and some of the courses there mate you've got a sounder skills one and two and they're worth every cent um, to people, especially these days with sounders, the way technology's moving, your, your sounder skills um, one obviously being your first and then the, the sounder skills two being um, a bit more informative getting into that newer technology, well worth every cent um, for people. Yeah skills, yeah, skills one's all about learning some of the fundamentals about scale and, and how you can manip manipulate fish to look big or small by the operation of your sounder and yep. what you do. And, and that's all, you've really got to get all that in order before you actually move on to Sounder Skills 2, which is the advanced course. Um, so, and there's also things like, you know, each different function has its own um, uh, kind of use, you yep. know, like, well, 2D is great because it gives good fish representation, but it hides a lot of fish in certain ways and we explain all that in the course. Yep. Whereas, you know, down imaging, it, it sees things in a better light, but shows things you know um a little bit more uh less defined but um 
and you know, fore and aft of your boat, it has good resolution looking down between stuff and that sort of thing. And of course, we've got side imaging then, and um, and of course, it has its bonuses. What's it? You know, you yeah, know it's, it's yeah, no, well worth, well worth the, the money. The the sound yeah. of courses. Hey, uh, with so much fishing for courses, do you still enjoy just getting out for a social run with the lads? Oh, I do, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, I certainly don't fish as much as what I used to. I mostly fish away these days. I, yep. I've, um, well, people sort of say, oh, why haven't you, you know, have you killed any bar around Cairns yet? Well, I actually haven't even went a line around Cairns yeah. apart from offshore. <laughs> We've done a bit of offshore stuff and and that, but, uh, yeah, I haven't barrowfished around Cairns yet. I guess I, a lot of the spots here are kind of, if I find someone's favourite spot, and I, I mean, we always try to film away from things anyway, yep. but, you know, I just don't want to go getting in the bad books with the locals, I guess, but I just, yeah, we mainly sort of fish away and, and, and offshore and that sort of stuff these days. But I'm, I'm kind of enjoying getting back to other things that I... Um, uh, you know, didn't do for a while when I was barra fishing for yeah. so long. So, oh well, I'll, you know, I'll get back into the barra fishing again bit by bit. But um, you know, I might go down to Hinchy at some stage shortly once we finish this course, and might have a bit of a play around again. Uh, oh, actually, I was down there the other day when I, on that masterclass, and I yep. stayed overnight at a mate's place. And I went down, and I thought, "What's the well? It's the only barra fishing I've done this year already." Uh, I went down to the rock wall for about forty minutes before the heat got too bad. Yep. And uh, I got a couple of little trevally and then a little barra and. And then I flipped out and I thought this little sort of pressure point and started current convergence started lining up and I thought, right, I'll give that a cast out there. And on the third cast, the lure just hit the water. He must have been just sitting there waiting. And yep. uh, it landed right on his nose. And the moment the lure hit the water, this thing's buffed it. It was around a metre. Yep. And it's kind of stuck its head and shoulders out of the water. And the moment it done that, it had a six-foot bull shark climbing all over it. Oh. It was just like bang, bang, bang. Lewis in water, barra smashing it, bull shark over It missed him. The bull shark yep. missed him, and he didn't hook up, which was great. So I think he got away from it. But uh, that's just insane to see bull sharks. It is, isn't it? So it's, like it's also interesting that obviously that barra was sitting there, that shark was close by, and nothing, no action but as soon as that barra went for your lure, the yes. shark went for the barra. So they sat there in harmony for who knows who who knows how long, and then all of a sudden, bang! It's a bit of an action. There's something going on. So that's what the sharks do. And of course, as we all know, we've got a massive problem with the whalers uh, yep. being put in the same protection measures as whites, hammers, makos, threshers, etc. But um, yeah, it's, it's become a real issue. Uh, as we all know, and yeah. what we can do about it, I don't know yet. We've got a few people um, contacting me, asking me to help out with some kind of strategy forward to try and convince the government there has been a, a problem created because there's no point in having these harvest strategies and dropping the bag limits right down to next to nothing for wrecked fishers when, you know, if you want to catch that one nanny or that one yeah. girl or whatever it's going to be, you know, you, you've got to kill nine first with the sharks before you get that one. And that's hardly sustainable, is it? You might as well have a bag limit of 10, 10 nannies. Yeah, true. When you went out to Lizard and you, you filmed for the for the trout course, um, did you find the shark problem still as bad way out there? Um, we had a couple of locations, yep. yeah. Um, but some of the locations I like to find um, are a little bit away from the general kind of area where a lot of people fish. Yep. So even though it's fairly remote up there, um, 
yeah, there's some areas where we don't have shark problems when you find all the new stuff, like isolates and open water country. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, we around the ledges, around the reefs up there is particularly bad. We had we had the oceanic whalers up there as well as bull sharks on, on a couple of spots. And as soon as they move in, you lose the first fish. And you look down hard enough, you'll see like several of them. So we just move on. Up and go, yeah. And, and up and go somewhere else. But um, but yeah, no. Yeah, it bummer. Is an issue, mate. It yeah. is. It is, mate. From the uh, from the olden days, and when you used to fish the bowl irregularly, you would probably hardly ever lose a barra to a shark. Actually, I never lost one in the Bowley. I've lost a, a few a few in the Horton and some threadies, big threadies in the Horton. Yep. But not massive amounts or nothing back in the day. But Hinch, when I moved to Hinchinbrook, um, well, they brought that legislation in, in 2011. And that's sort of four, year, four or five years after that happened, we started noticing, you know, losing yep. more and more and more fish. And it just got worse and worse every year. And, you know, to the point then now where a lot of the big barrows and that used to aggregate, there's just nothing there anymore because we're watching the run run fish down in the wild, you know, yeah. not the ones necessarily that we had on. And we never used to see anything like that. Yeah, you it's know? crazy it's now, isn't watching, it? Yeah, the barras force the barras, no, sorry, the sharks force the barras to, um, when they're hungry enough, to, you know, to move on and struggle and carry on. And then they just hone in and run them down and... And um, the barrows just, they get on the surface and they just jump on their tail yep. on the spot. And that's, that's what seems to happen. It's, a, it's weird to watch it happen, but um, then all of a sudden the shark just comes in and smashes them, you know? Yeah, it's and crazy. Flick in the water. Yeah. All right, buddy, we'll let you go. If anyone wants to um, jump on a, one of Ryan and Ryan's courses, just mention the fishing show in the email and they'll look after you. Yeah. Great, mate. We always appreciate you on the show. We've, what we do have to do is next time you're in town or when you come down into town, get you in here for the full three hours. Yes, mate, I would love to. Yeah. Love to come in and have a chat for sure. Awesome. No, definitely, mate, definitely. And uh, in uh, September on our, our next sale and stuff, we, we do a bit of, like a bit of a promotion. Yep. What we'll do is we might give away a sound of skills two to one of your listeners. Oh, perfect, wow. mate. Appreciate that. Like, that. The, like the first pe- person to answer a, a correct question or something like that, we'll, we'll work it out. Yeah. yeah. That'll no, probably yeah. be you or I, guess. We'll be in there. Yeah. Hey, mate, yeah. we <laughs> always... <laughs> What size denim shorts did I used to wear? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I, I, I think fa- they were size two. I've still got the man crush, mate. I've actually got a snippet off the leg, still yeah, stuck on the wall. Yeah, I've still got them, mate. To put it this way, you were Warwick Capper's prototype, but <laughs> I, I, t- I tell you what, Ryan had on the day we did the bowlie because I've still got the photo. He had his denim shorts, he had his singlet. He had a mop of hair. Yeah, yeah, I, I've seen the photo. <laughs> and he had, and he had the sunnies we all used to wear with the leather cover along the side oh, yeah. and the blue mirror. Yeah, and then when he took it oh, off, he had the big tan lines. Yeah. Hey, Beautiful. Ma- yeah. Hey, mate, how can uh, how can anyone check out your stuff? Uh, yeah, RyanWoodFishing.com, mate. Head to our, our website; it's all on there. Yep. And uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, all the information's there as well, and uh, they can check it out. Good on you, buddy. Say good day to Karen for us, and we appreciate your time. I will, lads. Have a good one. Thank See you. Thanks, now. Ryan. Bye. See you, mate. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye. Yeah. Well, there's some informative goings on there. Yeah, he's, what a man. Uh, he's good value, mate. I fished yeah. with Ryan in the mid-90s, late 90s, down yeah. the bowling. You his fished old with bar- everyone. You're a tart. You're a fishing tart. No, no, not a lot. Only Ryan. Fished with you. Fished with Nighty. Fished with Jace. Fished with Al. Fish with chatter, Kayleen, chairs, that's about it. <laughs> Running yeah. out of 
Take, I don't take them to all my good spots. That's the thing. No. When I you don't up, take yourself to your good when, spots. When I went up to J, with Jace up the channel the other day. Do you want day, to take a quick call? Yeah, go for it. I said, I'm not taking you to my good spots, Jace. Good morning, fishing show. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Here you go. you got some numbers there ready, buddy. Who have we got, Courtney? Uh, yes, please. All right. Let me get me pencil out. Courtney, how many numbers today for you guys? Um, yep. Fire away. Sam? Sam? Yep. Mark? Mark? Yep. And Mason? Mason? Yes. Righto. Here we go. You are number 34. Sam is 35. Mark is 36. Mason is 37. Have you put the asterisks beside the yes, kids? Yes, I have, Marty. Good man. Thank Good. you very much, Thanks, Courtney. Courtney. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You, you too. too. See ya. Oh, beautiful. Hey, we've got to go to a song and an ad break uh, to get Gordo. it in. And then we, as soon as we're back, we'll give Gordo a call. So You're right we will. Yeah, most definitely. And then after we've done Gordo, we'll do our final break, and then it'll be just about time to give some stuff oh, away. Time to go, mate. Yeah, most definitely indeed. So sit back and enjoy.
and g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. We have great characters like Andrew Eddinghausen, Merv Hughes, Michael Guest, Alex Julius and a host of local talent. We've also got some great prizes to give away with our weekly bingo draw. So come on and join us every Saturday morning from 7 o'clock. You'll have a ball. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900. Station sponsor. Now at Harvey Norman, spend and save on selected Smeg kitchen appliances. That's right, now's the time to upgrade to premium Smeg kitchen appliances and save up to 15%. Smeg ovens, cooktops, range hoods, freestanding cookers, dishwashers, fridges and more. Spend $5,000, save 5%. Spend $10,000, save 10%. Spend $20,000 and save a huge 15%. Building, renovating or just updating. Create your dream kitchen with Smeg kitchen appliances and save up to 15%. Limited time only. Now at Harvey Norman, your cooking appliance specialist. Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest ice box around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. See Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine with unbeatable savings. Nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. If you think all pizza ads are the same, try reading between the lines. Yummy, 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 yum. Freshy, 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 fresh. Our pizzas aren't cardboard and are made from only fresh ingredients. I'm a big fat mama. I'm a fat and jolly chef. They're so yummy, we eat 100 of our own pizzas every day. Hey. Pizza Riviera for traditional Italian pizza and pasta, where you'll taste the difference, not the cardboard. Come to Pizza Riviera. La, 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 la. Come to Pizza Riviera. La, 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 la. Bellissima. Station sponsor. Get down to your favourite Lily White Hotel and enjoy a great feed and relaxed family atmosphere. Four convenient locations. The Bowley Barn Hotel, Bushland Beach Tavern, Hotel Stewart and Riverview Tavern. Locals looking after locals. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning. Welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And what a fantastic show we've had today. And we're going to continue in that vein by crossing over to Gordon from Cleveland Bay Seafoods. Good morning, Gordo. How are you, mate? Good morning, all good. What's yeah. happening? Mate, we're just enjoying this beautiful, beautiful weather. And we have had so many people uh, ringing in this morning, um, just walking along the Strand and Palaranda and all sorts catching barras. They seem to be uh, on the bit of chew. So hopefully your boys and girls will be able to get a few and, p- and put them into the shop store for you. Yeah, well, I unloaded it a little bit yesterday, so there's a little bit there. So if you can't throw a lure, I've got some for you. Yes. 
Definitely. Um, well, most yeah, of them, exactly. most of them can't. It's 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 not as popular as what everyone thinks it is. It's sort of like, um, so shops like yours are super super important. I know my mum and dad, even with her son being a fisherman, still comes in and buys fish off you. Yeah, well, they like they like quality fish. <laughs> yes, no, that's a fair answer, Gordon. I can't even argue with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So they, um, but as I said, like. It's, a, it's quite a good day for it. So, simple day to make a nice fish curry or a fish pasta. Yum. And things like that. Like, I've made um, some beautiful marinara mix for the window today. So, it's in the window at 19.90. So, you can either cook it in um, tomato sauce, a bit of fresh pasta, stuff like that. Yum. Or you can actually cook it up and have it in a risotto as well. Oh, that sounds like a really, really tasty feed. That's brilliant. You know, Yep. I don't even I don't know, know what a risotto is. That. You don't know what a risotto no. is? No. Oh. Well, it's something that you cook with rice. It's a um, Spanish dish. French oh, all right. Dish, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, so I like a good seafood marinara, so your marinara mix would be perfect. Yeah, yeah, just fry it up, a bit of, bit of dolmio and um, a bit of uh, noodles and you'll be fine. I'm getting hungry now. How don't the, look at me and say that. How are the prawns going? Mate, the prawns are going along all right. Yep. We, last night we ended up cooking a few fresh um, banana prawns, so we got them in the shop there at twenty five ninety a kilo. Yep. And stuff like that. And, of course, we've got the nice big green ones on the, if you want to do a barbecue tonight or a curry. Oh, so, beautiful. You're making like me hungry sort of now, Gordon, with curries and risottos and marinaras. I'll actually come yeah. – I'll be in to grab um, some prawns off you when the show's finished. I'm going up to my mate's place at Cardwell and uh, going for a fish tomorrow, and there's nothing better – than just grabbing a handful of prawns out of the pack and having a feed and then have a fish and then some more prawns. So I'll be in to see you shortly. No problems. I'll see when you pop up. How the, how the sure. crabs how the crabs going with this bit of rain around? Yeah, there's a few around. You get a lot of um, soft soft ones this time of year because of the rain. Yep. Um, like they'll shred and, and, and stuff like that. So... Just make sure you try and get full ones. And, like, we're even picking up full ones and then rejecting them when they come in because, you know, they're not quite good enough. Yep. Um, it is a hard time of year. Like, wintertime, crabs are a lot better. They're generally full all the time. Yes. Yep. Um, but, yeah, you just do what you got to do. That you do, mate. You've got plenty of fish in the window there if anyone wants to pop in. Some fresh barra and some fresh prawns, some fresh oysters, everything fresh. So no excuse to uh, not pop in and grab yourself a nice seafood feast over the weekend no problems good on you mate how can they get hold of you and where can they find you mate we're at 305 ingham road which is up near the airport end of the um of ingham road near the yep. near near danny at tackle world and um yeah we're open from uh, uh eight o'clock to uh three thirty. good on you gordo We'll give you a bell. We'll give you a bell next week and have a chat again next week and see what's popped up in the world of Cleveland-based seafood. No problem. See you then. Good on you, Gordo. Thanks, Gordo. Thanks, mate. See you, mate. Jizzy makes it, makes the food sound spectacular. Yeah, curry, don't, prawns, and risotto, and we're going to have to have a cook catch and cook with Gordo segment. Yeah, why not? And say, Gordo, how do we cook this? If we want this this nice bit of fish cooked yeah how do we cook it so we'll we'll organize with gordo a catch and cook yeah sounds a, good for a me once a month recipe or something with gordo yeah be really really cool because hey, we were talking about the boats before let me ask you this because yeah my, my 
it's a nightmare for me now because I'm, I'm not very good at it. Did yep. you want to take a call? Yeah, go we for it. We can take a call. Take a call and just see. About. Could be important. Good morning, fishing show. Hey, if I don't call, it's important. It's me. <laughs> Dazza? Is that you, yeah. Daz? Wait up. Yeah, mate. It is. How are you, buddy? Yeah, good, mate. I was running a bit late today. I had some customers over. So was... You just woke up. Yeah, well, that too. Just some, <laughs> had some customers over. Yeah. Oh, you <laughs> still doing a living making out of that? I thought that's illegal. <laughs> oh, I'm still going all right. Hey, well, I've been to Thailand, so I learned a few more skills over there. Ah, <laughs> oh, bet you did. <laughs> hey, uh, you're chasing a couple of numbers for you and Fabio? Yeah, mate. Yeah. All right, Daz, you're 76. Yeah. And 75 for Fabio. 75 76. All right, they sound like winners. Years are going good today, as usual. Ah, thanks, gentlemen, mate. We appreciate it. Good on you. All right, mate. Give yourself a quick plug before we before we hang up on you. Hey, if you want any rods and reels fixed, just look me up on rod repairs or reel repairs on Townsville, and I'll be number one on the list. Yep. And so your real name on on um, on Facebook is Darren. So rather than Dazza, because yeah. I know a lot of people look up Dazza and and, uh, and can't find you, so I've got to put yeah. them on to, to, to your um, real name. So. Yeah, well, that's it. If you just look up Rod Repairs or Real Repairs Townsville, I'll be top of the list. Come All right. Rock and roll. Beautiful, good mate. stuff. Thanks, right, Daz. Thanks, fellas. Hey, have a good one. You too, man. You have too, a good weekend. Daz, see you, mate. See Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Yeah, yeah, you can also get him if you type in um, for a good time in Thailand. Daz yeah. is first right there. Yeah, yeah. Bang, up he comes. Yeah, it's called Happy Beginnings. <laughs> yeah, there he goes. So, very, very good. Um, now, uh, do you, in your car, when especially when you're on the highway, do you have a full hubkit? I know, like, the likes of Gavin Miles and that, which, and I reckon it's a really, really clever idea. So, you know when you do your bearings on the side of the road? Yes. That's it. And, you know... Here's the drive back into town. There's this going on. There's been there, done there. that. Yeah, we've all been there and done that. Was helped out by Chris O. Yep. So what about, do you carry the full hub? Uh, if I do a very long trip. You do? Yes. Okay. Like if I go to the Territory or something like that, yes. Yeah. Spare tyre? Spare tyre. Spare yep. tyre. Definitely. Yes. You keep that on the... Puncture repair kit. Yes. Now this is the this is the awesome thing with the puncture repair kit. Right. The other Christmas the other Christmas you bought me a puncture repair kit. Yes. Can I have that back? Uh, no, no, you can't. Okay. Um, the old days when you unless you rip the wall out of your tire or stuff like that, most of your punctures are just punctures. They're little a branch or a nail. These puncture repair kits that that people buy. I was on the Gregory River out by Gregory Downs the other year, and I got a flat. Right. And took the wheel off the car, found the puncture mark. It was yep. a little bit of timber, a bit of wood had punched through it. Pulled a bit of wood out. And then I went, Marty bought me this puncture repair kit. Yeah. Because normally you go, oh, I've got a I flat. I must have four, had some foresight. Yeah, you did. It was good. So I thought, I'm going to try this. And what what they are these days is because there's no inner tube in your, in your tyre, or not a lot, you, you buy these and they're spikes. So you have a file spike you put it in the hole mm. where the where the stick or nail had been in file it mm. then you get the other spike which looks like a big needle and there's like a a rubber molten bit of thread big thread and you put that through the big needle yeah push it into the hole 
pull it back out and then it come it comes off the the needle and leaves a bit of this thread hanging out so you get a knife and you cut it at the tire height right and then you pump your tire back in and it is awesome i drove around for eight months with that repair in it till Fantastic. i needed it and and now these days they are so handy to take with you in the back of your car yeah. to, if you get but that's if you're doing remote stuff like most of the time you drive them to the hort and you've got yourself a a um, spare tire or you've got a mate who'll run one down so but yeah just stuff like that yes if i'm doing long remote yeah um yeah i have spare bearings my camper trailer i've got spare bearings um if you've got to got to change it you, you it's there right um with my old trailer i used to have a full hub set up that was okay. in the back of the car in a plastic bag yeah um and if i ever had any dramas with bearings i could take that wheel off put the hub on tighten it back on and, and away you go and away yeah. you go so yeah preparation is is a huge key yeah um when you're doing stuff like it's like what eugene just said about you say although you have a lot of stuff in your boat mm. when you're out to sea or up a creek you just can't get out of your boat and walk to a no. hardware store and grab whatever you like or a boat shop so you've got to be have, you have got to be and like when you set your boat up properly, it's actually pretty easy. Um, yes. It, it doesn't take up a lot of room. Like, I've just got a couple of big PVC tubes with the screw-on cap ends, and uh, they're watertight, so that's what I keep my plugs and, and that sort of thing in, and just anything to get you out of a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Because remember, if you blow your fuse on, say, your, your bilge pump, and, and, you know, like in this sort of weather we've got at the moment, bilge pump can be pretty bloody important. Do you take replacement fuses for your sounders? Yeah, I've got all yeah, the fuses. All yeah, I I've never had one blow on my sounders. No, I haven't either, but I've got spares. Yeah. I, I remember being over... At if it blows... Sorry to cut you off again. Mm. If, it cut, if it blows on your sounder, you've got a problem. Something's wrong. There's something seriously wrong. Yeah. So a few years ago I was over at Crocky with Kayleen and, and there was a guy doing laps with his son mm. in in just when you get into crocky and i thought geez and he's slowly getting closer to me doing a circle and um as he went past he said mate have you got a spare bung and as he went past again i said big or small as he went past, big i said yep yeah, yep yeah, i've got four or five in the in my toolbox so i grabbed out a bung yeah and as he went past again i threw it in his boat and then I seen him leaning down. He had a tiller steer, open tiller steer. Right. And he put the bung in, and when he came back around, he said, because it, it had been raining and he didn't have a bilge pump, so he'd reached over to undo his bung to take off and drain the water out of his boat and dropped his bung. Right. So he's got to move, keep moving around Crocky. Going forward. Going forward so the water doesn't come into his boat. And we just happened to be luring and I did have a spare bung. And, yeah, as he went past, I threw him the bung into his boat and he put it in and he came over and he said, mate. Do whatever you need to do. Thanks so much for that. I said, oh, it's all good. And then he told me the story. So always have, I always have a spare bung. You've got to have a spare bung. And in saying that, there's, I used to have my old barra boat. I didn't have a bilge pump in it. So I would have to do the same thing, take my bung out mm. and then drive till the, the water emptied. But I used I had my bungs so they went in from inside the boat. Right. I didn't have to reach over the back That's and the way undo to do it. it. I could just reach down because it was a tiller steer and put them in. I can't reach mine now almost yeah. because of my jack and plate. I can't reach mine. So, so you, I've got to head underwater to be yep. able to put mine in. So, you know what always fails on my boat? And it's a pain in the ass. It's not just this boat. Yep. It, with all my tinnies that I've had over the years, the the little um, 
the white anchorite at the back. They play up so oh, often. Yes. Work don't work. Work don't work. Is it, have you got the little flip out one where you, and then you put Every the post time in it? You push it in and clip it. Yeah. And, or they they just they've got to come up with a better system. I've had every brand that you can imagine. I spray I mine regularly when it's in the with a bit of CRC down the hole. Yeah. And then on the the little cover because the cover corrodes. Mine's fairly old now and it still works. Still works. Well, that's yeah. good. What I what I if did, I get three months, I've I've oh, done no, well. I mine's. It's called maintenance. Um, what I did do with my nav lights on the side of my boat is I actually got rid of the old wire globes and I've put LED globes in it now. That's the go. So, yeah, a little bit of maintenance. Yeah. And I did the same with my anchor light. It's now an LED globe, mm. not a, um, a wire globe. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever have trouble with your boat at all? Does anything ever break on it? Ah, uh, yeah, mate. I had. Yeah, that's like, called maintenance. Like everything you need to keep your car driving well <laughs> and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Hey Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Sign Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Sign's. Now that's a rap. Too right. Wanna know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Signs on 0418 16967. Station sponsor. I'm always in the mood for a great feed from Cleveland Bay Seafood. When it comes to the freshest seafood in North Queensland, it can't be denied. Cleveland Bay Seafood comes straight from the trawler and local fishermen to your plate. Our locally caught fish and seafood is all Australian, no imports here. This is why most Townsville restaurants source their seafood from us. So if you want the freshest and the best, think Cleveland Bay Seafood. And yes, we are a Townsville owned and operated business. Head to 305 Ingham Road, Garbutt, and you'll see why everyone loves Cleveland Bay Seafood, station sponsor. Okay, here we go. From 2024, the Queensland Government is making kindy free for all kindy age children. Every child can access 15 hours free kindy a week, 40 weeks per year. Kindy is the foundation of learning for our children. Search Free Kindy Queensland for more information. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your Red Ark specialists. State-of-the-art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, and good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And that's one of the quickest three hours that I think we've had uh, 
most definitely this year and for the last year or two I've thoroughly enjoyed the show, guys. Which is good because I wasn't having a cracker this week. I was actually pretty bloody crook. Pick, when? Pick myself up a virus. So, oh, um, yeah, what else? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, really? Thursday, and then yesterday I come really good. So, so I come around your good. joint to show you how to do the podcast on Thursday night, and you didn't say, don't come in, I'm not well. Well, no, it wasn't. Cont- I'd already been to the doctors and so forth. So, Do you give you the right tablets? I don't know, but I've had bloody had 4,000 blood tests, so we'll see how that goes. Tuesday afternoon I'll find out if I'm uh, dying. <laughs> yeah. Really? Well, I'm just thinking what I can have now. I don't want your boat because of lack of maintenance. It'll let me down. But um, maybe you'll... <laughs> you can't even say that with it. <laughs> You're a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see what you made me do? I didn't mean that. Sorry, Jose. You swore. I swore. Didn't mean to. All right. We're going to give some prizes away. It sounds good. And a rumour has it that you've got yourself a brand new horn. I have, mate. And it's a ripper. Beautiful. So I've brung the spinning wheel in, and with the spinning wheel comes a great horn. Yes. So <laughs> so I have it. What are you giving away today? <laughs> Let's give away. Let's start with the uh, Iron Man 4x4, my friend. All right. I haven't uh, I haven't got the King's I was Trumpeters say, I was going to say the King's Prize, but it didn't seem appropriate with the time. Here we go. Righto. Iron Man 4x4, some great stuff in there, and a brand new hat. Brand the new, new. Truck- trucker's cap from... Tackle Tactics Saltwater Tactics Company, and how cool is Brian. that? Awesome! Hat. Thank hat. you, Brian, for that. That's Thank you. Awesome. Righto, mate. We've have a number twenty-four. Twenty-four for this awesome hummingbird saltwater tactics hat, eagle claw, rid Jackson. Jackson. Twenty-four. Jump on the phones, Jackson. You've won yourself this awesome Iron Man bag. Thanks to uh, a whole range of guys from Iron Man to Rid to Eagle Claw to Hummingbird, Minkota. There it is. Saltwater Tactics. There he is, mate. Grab him. Let's grab him. See what he's up to. You know what you're doing? I do. Hold on. Patience, please. Good morning, fishing show. There you are, mate. Hey, good, Jackson. How are you going this morning, buddy? Yeah, not too bad. Uh, Good. What's the plan for the weekend? Oh, working today till two or something. Uh, yeah. Might go out, go out in the bay, over the Missionary Bay for the night, I think. Oh, that sounds good. It's going to be wet, man. You know that. The, the, uh, 250 to 300 mil they had there last night, so it might have got everything out of the system. Yeah, well, I'll see how it's looking this again. Where, are you li- where do you live, Jackson? Townsville or up that neck of the woods? Uh, just north of Cardwell, Kennedy. Oh, good on you. Oh, I'll bring this bag up to Cardwell. Where can I, anywhere I can leave it? I'm going to stay at Cardwell tonight. Yeah, um... Don't let him in your house, for God's sake. <laughs> um, I'll go meet you at the Troy server or something. At the, at the server? Well, when we get off air, um, ring back and I'll grab your mobile number. I'll give you a ring when I get I'll up there. I'll it down now. Just talk oh. for a second. Marty's got Marty can get your number. So yeah, save you wait until whenever you get into town. Um, I'll give yeah. you I'll give you a yell when I get up to Cardwell Lasavi and get it to you somewhere or drop it off somewhere that you want or. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, save you coming. And when you said you're going to Missionary Bar, I thought ah, I reckon Jackson's up that neck of the woods somewhere. So and this number you're ringing me on, that's your uh, mobile, Jackson. Yeah, mate. Yeah. All right, beautiful. Gaz has got that now, so he will yeah. stalk you. For the rest of the I'm going to follow him to Missionary Bay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, I'll give you a yell um, later on this afternoon. 
All right. Too easy. Thanks, mate. Good on you, Jackson. Have a good weekend. See you, bud. Bye. Bye, Bye, Bye. mate. Bye-bye. Oh, that's a bit of... Save Jackson coming into town or... Yeah, why not? I'll head it up there and drop it off somewhere. I'll throw it out the window as I'm driving past his house or something. Yeah. Jackson! Boom! There it goes. All right. What uh, are we giving away now, mate? Let's Marty? give away the kids' prize, my friend. Kids' prize today. All right, here we go. Let's spin my wheel. Good spin today. Bit heavy carrying this uh, spinning wheel up the it steps. It is indeed, today. my friend, but you've done well. I've done very well. That's the Titanic. Hmm. 86. 86. 86. 86. 86 is Fletch. Jump on the phones, Fletch. You've won yourself this awesome kids' prize, $25 Tackle World voucher, courtesy of Dave, Brenton and Summer. One of my favourite movies as a kid. Fletch? Yeah, I loved it. Chubby, Chevy Ch- Chase. Chubby Chase. Chubby Chase. <laughs> what movie are you watching? Oh, <laughs> Fletch Goes to Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kids' prize, remember, Gaz? Yep. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. I'll just put Fletcher on for you. No, thank you very much. Morning, Marty. We could hear your mum whispering. <laughs> it's, it's Nan, it's Joan. It's, no, it's Joan, only Joan. Good morning. Hey, Fletch, you've won the prize. Well done, buddy. $25 uh, voucher, so you can go buy anything in the store that you want to that value. Or you can go and mow the lawn and get a couple more bucks put in, <laughs> which is what I would do. How good's that? What do you think you're getting? Uh, I don't know just yet. Don't know. You're going to have a think about it. All right. Well, you have a think about it. And, and next week uh, when you ring in, you can let us know what you brought. How's that sound? Okay. All right, my Good man. on you, Fletch. Look after Thank yourself. You. Look after your mum. I will. See you, Bye, buddy. mate. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Hey. Good uh, stuff. There we go. How good's that? Good. A, uh, Fletcher now, is done. Where is the um, uh, Gordon's? I go through the book, mate. You'll oh, see you haven't one got or... one out. No. I thought you would have because when you were in the co-pilot seat, that's your job. No, I sort you never else do out. it. You know, that's a fair... You, is that fair. it there? Is that it there? Uh, $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher. It's called maintenance. <laughs> it's being organised. Right, $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher going out to some lucky person. Did you hear the silence then? That was me. I don't. So I'm spinning the wheel. Too late. I got rid of the Titanic. Oh, did you? You played with your horn enough? Yep, yep. Oh, what was that? That was number 94. That? Okay. 94. Kayleen. It jump, sounds like they've just bloody jump on the phone. won a death sentence. <laughs> 94. Jump on the phones, Kayleen. You've won yourself this awesome $50 Cleveland-based seafood voucher courtesy of Gordo and the gang. And I'm guessing this isn't your wife, Kayleen, because that would be a conflict of interest. No, this is... Um, Daryl and Kayleen, this, this will be. Right. <coughs> Eugene's relations. What's the date today? It is the 17th. Yep. There she is. There, there she is. Will it be Daryl because Kayleen's still asleep or getting her nails no. done? We will find out right now. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. How are we? Oh, this sounds like a genuine female voice. Otherwise, Daryl's had some work done. <laughs> <laughs> I did order him to ring because I was feeding my face. Hey, nothing wrong with that. What's the plan for the weekend? What are you up to? Oh, not much, hey. She's a bit wet. She is a bit wet. You know what you're going to be feeding your face on now, though? Mm-mm. What's that? Prawns. Red spot. King prawns, baby. Ah. So Fish, prawns. Sounds all right to me. Sounds great to me. Hey, Kayleen, how are you going? 
Yeah, good, mate. I'm out of bed, obviously. Well done. And what time is it? 10 o'clock. You, what, early early morning this morning? That's a record for you, hey? <laughs> it is, mate. <laughs> How are you guys going? All good? You still Are you still up at Blue Water or did you just move? No, no. We took the leap and we moved. Where'd you move to these days? Halifax? Belgal. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, but Tommy's going to go and see Eugene anyway in Halifax, so... 200, he's been... Yeah, I was talking to him on the phone. 236 mil of rain in Halifax last night. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so all good, Kayleen. We'll drop this uh, voucher off at Gordo's for you so you can just stick your head in at Cleveland Bay Seafood and it'll be behind the counter. Excellent. Thank you to everyone, hey? No, that's right. You guys have a nice weekend. We will do. See See you you later. Bye. See you, Daryl. Bye-bye. See you, Daryl. Bye. (laughs) Ah, beautiful. There we go. Gaz, we're done. How quick did that go? Yeah, yeah. That went went very, very quickly. Thank you so much for this morning. I enjoyed it. Now, you are um, thinking of heading up to Cardwell. Well, I am now because freaking I've got to drop Jackson's prize off. Didn't I drop myself in that one? Well, you're always going. It was in the back of your mind. Yeah, even if I say g'day to chatter with And now you've found a life coach in Jason Masters who uh, put you onto a fish. Where do you go the very next week? Hinchinbrook. What a surprise. I'm going to Missionary Bay. Mate, still Hinchinbrook. Hasn't rained as much in there. Right. Well, I didn't go to Hinchinbrook with Jase. Yeah. One one little trip in the boat, get yourself a legal barra. Not even four are days you later. Of legal barra, are you cutting me off? Are you speaking cutting me of off? Legal barra, you Kyle, cut me off. Kyle Curry got his first legally for the season this morning. Yes. Did well at Kyle Kyle's been luring for about six months and he got five this morning. You haven't done that since you were eight. No, if I want to catch numbers I just go to the harbour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even getting in that argument. <laughs> hey, Gaz, I love you. You Thanks too, for this buddy. Morning, man. It was a good show. <laughs> awesome. To our listeners, thank you so much for uh, sticking with us for this three hours. And thanks so much indeed for sticking with us over the past, goodness knows how many years, 21 with Gazza, 14 with me. We are going strong. We're going to continue to go stronger. Like Gaz and I always say, if there's something that we can improve on, let us know. Something you want inclusive in the show, let us know. We're open to anything. And uh, most <laughs> yeah. of all, well, yeah. And most of all, we certainly love being here at 7 o'clock every Saturday morning to try and bring you a decent show. So, as we always say, look after yourselves on the highway. Take it easy. Horrible accident by the sounds of it this morning just outside of Townsville on the way to Charters Charters Towers. So don't just drive for yourself, but drive for the people coming in the opposite direction. Gaz. You Thanks, drive Marty. safe on the highway. I hope you have a fantastic trip. I hope you spank the barrel like I know you can. I hope I'm going to get a couple because I'm feeling better, and we're going to catch up with you next Saturday. Cheers, team.